Well, well, well. Welcome back. You hear that, uh, this little intro, that, like, lead line? Ooh, and now we got some hi-hats. Well, uh, you know what that means. It's Dicky Tag! It's your boy Jebby. I'm here with X Rock. Oh, he's back. God dang it. God dang it. He's back, everyone. Why did he get rid of Apu's voice? That's my favorite part of the day, Marge. He did it just for me. Can you do a Bart Simpson impression? That, that's a that's uh, a hard one, right? Yeah, that's a, well, because it's just that chick's voice, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And same with uh, Lisa. They're just like, this is just kind of how I talk. That wasn't a bad Lisa for that's the first time. That's not bad at all. I I don't think I could ever do that again. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> Mom, you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah? What is Bart? How do you do Bart? That's that's a hard one. Uh, I'm probably gonna fuck. Calabunga. Yeah. No, that's that's not it. Well, I, I mean, like that's yeah. like generic rocket power kid. It's a one of one of a kind voice, you know. Yeah, like it's a hard one to do. Uh, what's another one of a kind voice out there? Like uh, Bert, your voice sucks. <laughs> Back in the day, your voice. I don't think I, I don't think I could do Homer. Like what about Barney? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Homer. Yo, everyone, we got a we got a cool show tonight. We're uh, we're just chilling. We just got done watching a movie. Sure. Uh, we, we had the fucking boys over. Yo, we had yo, a little yo. boy night. You know us, boy night. Boys are back in boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're just big chilling tonight. We're gonna listen to some tunes. We're just gonna talk. We're gonna just keep yeah. it natural. Like, you yeah. Know? Got a few things. Uh, a few a few topics I want to talk about. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, do you want do you want to start talking about the movie we saw, or do you want to work our way into that more naturally? Yo, uh, I want to talk about this movie. I, I'm, right, cool. I'm still hyped on it. So, well, okay, so everyone, so so to everyone who is listening, uh, this movie we saw is called The Night House. Uh, it's currently in theaters still, maybe for not much longer. Uh, my local theater just stopped playing it, so we had to go out of the city to see it. Um, this is a movie that had. I didn't see any hype for it at all. I didn't. I missed all the trailers for it. I didn't even see any to other movies I saw for this movie. The only reason I found out about it is because I actively search this stuff out and I follow content creators that make like horror content. And they were talking about this movie. And it's made by the director that made uh, The Ritual, which is a really cool movie on Netflix that uh, had a ton of, I think, great, great and well-deserved feedback. It's a really cool like atmospheric slow burn that has a very, you know, like I love it when horror has a point to it. Like it's not just get scared. Like the Conjuring movies aren't really about anything, right? It's just like a scary family, spooky, but movies like The Lighthouse (laughs) and The Night House uh, (laughs) and Hereditaries and like those types of films, like, you know, the horror, the scary stuff is a vessel for a deeper point, which provides for wanting to watch it again. And this was one of those movies Mm -hmm. like, Whereas, for example, like the new Candyman or the new old, like those are, those were just like okay movies that I would just, I'm cool not watching them again because they didn't really entice me in that way. Whereas yeah. this movie was like, 
It was fresh. I had no idea what it was about. Uh, I didn't watch any trailers for it. I just heard good things about it. And then we, yeah, we went to go see it, and it was like such a fun experience that I haven't done in a long time to just watch a movie, no trailer, just. I don't even know what this movie's about. Like, let's just check it out. It's, I heard good oh, things. You didn't watch the trailer for it? No, I just wanted to see it because of it had great uh, reviews from people that I follow. Dude, I was very 50-50 on it. I, I watched the trailer uh, in theaters, and I, I was like, yeah, this movie is either going to slap, it's going to have that same energy that every A24 movie that I love you know, mm-hmm. uh, brings to the table, but... But yeah, no, I, I'm very happy that uh, you know after watching it, super uh, unique. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely like its own movie, you know. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like yeah, it kind of does fall under well into the vein of like, yeah, yeah, that like uh, eclectic fucking um, A24 genre mm-hmm. uh, in, in regards to like horror, I should say. Right. Which is cool because it's like getting more the more abst. I think people are like realizing that abstract works well with horror, like mm-hmm. you know the uncanny valley thing of. You can be extra spooky by being extra <laughs> by being subtle, you know, and like creative with your scares. Like this movie had a lot of creative scares. Like I'm not a fan of jump scares because I think it usually inhibits or like enables a, uh, directors and studios to like put that and force that into movies. This movie had some cool scares throughout jump not jump like suspense and like anxiousness just in general i felt i haven't felt this like on edge watching a horror movie in a minute which is really cool just like genuinely not knowing what the next step was going to be yeah i thought that was a really cool change of pace honestly like usually you can play the guessing game with these horror movies nowadays and just figure it out like oh i got it uh and like some of the themes might you know be like feel ham-fisted a little but I think that that's necessary for um, like a movie experience, like going to the theater. Yeah. I think I think it's necessary for these types of movies to, if they're complex and kind of like avant-garde in that way, to mm-hmm. to have a, a noble like, hey, this is what this is for people that aren't into the hereditary ending, where it's like, do your homework. Like, you, this is, you're gonna have to watch this movie eight times to really, and also Google what payment is to figure <laughs> out what this is. Whereas this, you don't need to know anything, but. It'll probably be cool if you look into like the book and stuff, like what you were talking about after we left that movie, the yeah. na- you know the name of the book and the mm-hmm. thing he wrote down or whatever, uh, that that thing. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's so funny. It popped up <laughs> right when I was talking about it. Yeah, no, I, I just looked into that, but uh, I'm not gonna get into it. Yeah, don't, don't that's the, we, we don't like to spoil things yeah. on the for the movies so yeah. far. Yeah, uh, but uh, but what were cool. you feeling uh, rating wise on this movie? Uh, like a high high eight, close to nine. I don't, not quite a nine, and maybe a nine. You know, if you voted a nine, who ge- who cares? That's I think it's it's deserving of a nine. Yeah. Uh, I just find myself because I watch so many movies. I like to on the first watch not go all crazy and like this is fucking masterpiece. Like I want to watch it a couple times and be like yeah. really feel how if I got everything personally. So I think an eight point five is a great rating for a film that's. Not, nobody's heard of and is a second film to a director like it's a really cool experience honestly uh, yeah going back to what you said uh, just now uh, would you rewatch you think or absolutely yeah yeah. It uh, it's definitely got slow burn moments and uh, re- like thinking back about it now like initially I was kind of like this could be like boring potentially but the more I think about how I felt during those moments I was anxious and not really bored which is kind of how I felt during like the Black Coat's Daughter when I watched that movie and I, I really liked that movie uh, 
And it had a similar type of tension where you really feel like uncomfortable the longer the shots go on and not because at the end of it there's a jump scare. It's just because of what the protagonist is witnessing and like her state of mind, you know, like being in that situation alone would be, you know, it would be fucking nerve wracking. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to the jump scares, uh, I I really want to reinforce this. I, yeah, I, I felt like it was so appropriately placed. I and, never commented on jump scares, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree, this right? This one had cool ones. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah. They were earned. Like, it, the, the character was jumped, I feel like, is that, that's why. Like, it wasn't just, like, ah, oh, loud noise, yeah, gotcha, pussy. Yeah, it yeah. was, You're right. like, the character's stress was, it, like, it, you know, in, uh, what's the word, exacerbated because of the jump scares, mm-hmm. which I felt added to the experience of, like, what you, you kind of feel what she's feeling in that type of way. Yeah, very thoughtful director, I would say. I feel like this person um, puts a lot of effort into making sure that, like, the casting f- makes sense. Like, every time that this movie, this, there's only been two, obviously, but, like, the roles for the characters, I felt, have been so good. Like, whoever's casting this movie, these movies, this one and The Ritual, just did nailed it. Like, the lead actress has such a good way of facial acting you know like you were saying i think you were saying something about that like she carried so much yeah weight in her look her just vacant stare you know Mm -hmm. yeah just how much feeling she's hiding behind her it's like the tony kylet type of experience from uh, hereditary it's really good i thought she did a terrific job and i really felt like she was a real you know person dealing with these problems yeah i I think this is the first movie i've seen her in uh she kind of looks like donna from that 70s show a little little bit (laughs) you know like a hotter donna like the part and stuff yeah yeah yeah. behind the ear part (laughs) yeah i I could see that yeah yeah no i uh, i i felt right i felt like amps after after watching that movie Mm -hmm. i haven't felt like so like jazzed about a movie well horror the visuals bro yeah, yeah. Those were unique. That was cool. Like there, the there's ending, some serious nightmare fuel in I, here, I, homie. I definitely won't spoil anything, but there's something towards the end that happens where, like, there was a good five minutes where I just, like, stopped t- breathing and just was staring at, like, really just yeah. in the moment. My of the mouth movie, was like, agape. Yeah, genuinely. Just <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, this yeah. is actually pretty, like, ethereal. <laughs> yeah, definitely re- would highly recommend watching this, especially while it's still in theaters for as probably short amount of time as it's going to be. Yeah, it's been out. Uh, it's been out for like a, over a week now, right? Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. These At these least. types of movies don't stay around anywhere as long as like any Marvel. Yeah, movie, if they don't so. have the studio love to promote the fuck out of the movie, like it's just, you know, like this movie's never gonna be as good as the Halloween in, in sales. And Halloween's a fucking tired genre, in my opinion. Yeah, that's probably gonna be the next one. Franchise, uh, rather we're gonna be going down, right? We're gonna be checking out. Uh, the yeah, we go, we gotta check we, it out. Obviously. We have to. Yeah. I my high my expectations are incredibly low. Yeah, um, and I enjoyed the the Halloween remake, the 2018 one. I thought it was like it was fun and cool, and entertaining. But oh yeah, the fact that there's already there was two sequels greenlit right after that one came out. Mm-hmm. It's just all it does when there's like guaranteed sequels. It's like okay, so this is more about money than it is actually like making a cool film. Uh, and and Michael Myers is not going to be in any danger, and it's <laughs> probably going to get more stupid. Like. The whole reason that they undid the lore was because the cult of Thorn thing was like, people didn't like that. They were like, this is, I don't want a reason for Michael Myers to be evil. And now the new one, he's got like, a, 
the tra- have you seen the trailers for the new one? Yeah. He, he gets like EXP when he kills people. They were like, he's getting stronger. Yeah. Keep in mind. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Keep in mind, he's been like shot how many times? Like okay. right. More than enough the, to kill a person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should be, they should have bled out. He's, like, he, he's a regular guy, right? Uh, apparently not. In the, no. new tra- the trailer, he said he gets, he gets power-ups when he kills people. So apparently. Yo, you remember when uh, Paris Hilton got fucking murdered in House of Wax? Oh, yeah, the remake. I also didn't know that was a remake until much later in life. I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a actually a good version that's uh, made before that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you want to know something funny about yeah. like classic horror that's like influenced like uh, absolutely I guess horror culture throughout the years. Uh, you, you know that like uh, classic saying like one of us, one of us. It's like in right. every like cartoon that you ever watched as a kid, or it's just, it's just in pop culture like universally. You, you see it around. Mm-hmm. That that shit's like from like an old ass like black and white movie, oh, really? and, and, and uh, it comes from like a bunch of carnies, just like <laughs> one of us. Yeah, one yeah. Of you us. know, like bearded lady, right. like, uh, like camaraderie. Yeah. More than scary. <laughs> oh, also, uh, Jeb. I don't know if you saw. The, uh, the release date for Antlers and the final trailer came out. Dude, I forgot about Antlers. I think it's October 28th. It's the, oh the official release. So for those of you who don't know, this is Guillermo del Toro, right? Yeah, this is... Uh, I always fuck up his name. Uh, <laughs> I always fuck it up. I think it's Guillermo. They have now... It, it, it's titled Final Trailer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because cool, it's been two years since the first trailer. So now they're like, hey, this is the new one. This is it. Uh, yeah, this was ex- exciting. I was I was stoked to see this. Like, yeah. these, I like I like these little one-off, like small town, violent creature flicks. I'm a big fan of these. These are like popcorn movies for me. You know, where like I mm-hmm. enjoy. To, this is good entertainment. Like, I don't need this to be the best movie as long as it delivers on the kills. Is has a has a fun set of characters. Uh, and the acting matches the scenario. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't need a ton from a movie like this, and I don't expect a ton, but I do expect the minimum, which is cool kills, good acting, and at least a fun take on a story. Like, it doesn't need to be original, but, like, don't just do everything that everyone's done, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping for something a little more original, honestly. Um, that, that's just me personally. Uh, I just, like, I watch this trailer, and I see, like, I see there's clearly, like, some, a, a monster, like, uh, uh, like, curve behind this entire story. They're, you know, feral kid or, or whatnot. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's a lot you could do with that. Like every feral like uh, child uh, movie I've ever seen, and keep in mind, very few of them I, I've always felt like uh, were kind of lacking in some sense. Or I don't know. I I, I always felt like this this story in general, or something along these lines, could it, it's a, a missed opportunity completely. You know, but you, you yeah. have the woods. The woods is terrifying, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that's a good point. In movies like uh, funny that you bring up the woods. The there's a movie called The Forest that's totally like that. Is that the one about the suicide forest? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, will, I wanted to watch that. I never got around to it though. It's a confusing movie. It's mm-hmm. just like what what is the point of this? <laughs> you just watch a girl make so many poor decisions the whole time, and you're like, am I supposed to root for her? She kind of just fucking sucks. Like, yeah, it's not a very fun protagonist to follow. Yeah. Yo, I gotta get this uh, studio all spooked up. Where we are approaching Spooky Month, everyone. Ooh, sussy baka hour. It's uh, it's September, but uh, I see it uh, within our community. Yeah. Everyone is ready for the spook. Oh, we already did it. I, <laughs> Nicole and I got on it immediately. Front oh, yeah. front porches, Halloween on fucking September first. Uh, there's a new Chucky TV show starting. 
There's a new Chucky TV show? Yeah. What the I hell? know. I just found out about it. I'm here for it. Um, the, the new Chucky, well, the most recent Chucky, the one with... Uh, it's it's not with Mark Hamill. It's, oh, it, okay. it, it's modeled after the original Chucky. So I think this is actually, like, maybe... Might be in relation to Don Mancini, the creator. I'm not 100%. I don't know, like, anything about it, but I just saw that there was a trailer for it. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. It looks like it's supposed to be a little nostalgic. I'm here for it. I'm more here for this ad, though. Right? The Doom Doom Patrol. Patrol. New season coming soon. (laughs) And so am I. Should we put sound on for this one or what? Let's get a little bit of sound, yeah. Hi, I'm fucking Chucky. (laughs) (laughs) It's Jake's. Jake's. Yeah, they, they went with that OG doll. Yo, J- Jake and Chucky, let's go. <laughs> Just two buds hanging it out, trying two not buds. to get murdered. Two bros. Yo, it's going to be on sci-fi. Oh, what's the difference? That's pretty cool. When was the last time you watched cable TV? Not since fucking high school, bro. How, how, how much longer do you think Cable's got, like, honestly? Is it just, like, an uh, old person? Yeah, once, like, the, once the remaining old people die out, it'll end for sure. You know what's a bummer about uh, Hulu in particular right now? Like, say you watch a series. Like, you get, like, regular-ass ads now. Like, you have to watch a minute. 30. You've always got that. That's always been a Hulu thing. God, that's such a bummer. Since it first came out, it's always been a complaint of mine. I'm like, what do you pay for? Why, yeah, there, right? why are there ads in this? <laughs> I mean, granted, it's still, like, much cheaper than cable. No, yeah, it's, it's definitely not. It's, it's, at this point, like, we've been so desensitized to ads that it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you can just skip them anyway. Don't forget your boy toy. Yeah, you Don't fucking nerd. <laughs> to be fair, why would you bring a fucking four-foot-tall doll to school? Yeah, <laughs> you were definitely asking you made fun of. Say I don't know anything about like uh, the lore of Chucky or anything. You don't know anything about it. A kid shows it? up with that doll, like at, to oh, my school. I'm that I'm that old. Right. You're getting a swirly, homie. Oh, uh, straight up. Yeah, you bring a fucking doll. Oh my god, that was bad. <laughs> Ooh, the CGI does not look good on that face. This looks better. What was with that last doll? I don't know. But it looks like a completely different about. model. What? It looks normal now. That, yeah. What the fuck was that first no, shot? Dude, that's been a fear of mine. Can you go back real quick? Kids in onesies? No. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, but... No, that woman, wait, wait. she fell into the open rack of dishes with the knives sticking up, and it was, like, going through her face. Some final destination. That was, I was terrified of doing that as a child, because my mom would always put the knives pointing up like that. And I'm like, why do you do that shit? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, well, to be fair, I mean, like, oh, you can the same voice guy. Oh, the yeah. original Chucky voice. You're right. Yeah. That it's a really good impersonator. Dude, there's no way. That would be such a good impression. Yeah, if you're Chucky, you're Chucky forever, right? Or there's, like, two different models for Chucky, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can we get a T-pose Chucky? That'd be funny. He's just... Like, they walk in the room, and he's just... Like, <laughs> Funny one. <laughs> says a meme at Chucky. <laughs> uh, what what kind of horror universe would you want to? Be oh, dude, it's in? fucking uh, Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa? Yeah, he was uh, in Final Destination, the original one. Oh. Okay. And uh, he was in that fucking stupid Limp Biscuit or the Fred Durst movie. Fan, the, oh the yeah, the one with um, John, John Travolta. Travolta. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was the guy that John Travolta was stalking. The, he was like a, a horror director. Man, in that movie. But yeah, Devin Sawa is like a. He was in a Idle Hands. Have you ever seen that movie? No. You've uh, never seen Idle Hands. I've never one seen of Idle the, Hands. That's one of the most fun like 
early horror flicks. Uh, it has Seth Green in it, <laughs> and uh, and Devin Sawa. And basically, the premise is that Devin Sawa is like a lazy fuck who's doing nothing with his life, and so the devil possesses one of his hands because that, <laughs> that's like the idea of in, just like, just the hand. Yeah, it's one of the Christianity things. Is that the Idle hands are the devil's playground, so, like, if you don't do anything with your life, the devil will just, like, oh, that's my life, bitch. It's, like, a way to scare you into not being lazy. Dude. Uh, scare you out of depression. Um, so the whole movie is him, like, trying to battle his demonic hand, and it, like, <laughs> kills his friends immediately, and then they come back as, like, zombie ghosts to help him, because they're like, yo, God's, like... You know, like he can tell you've got like charisma, dog. Is, is there like a, a fighting scene between him and his hand? Like he's like, yeah, beating the dude the shit is, it, it's pretty funny. <laughs> he's really good at it too. He does like obviously because he has to act his, like his hand is a different thing, <laughs> and it really, yeah, it sounds silly, but he does it really well. He has like these comedic moments where he's like fighting for the remote to change the channel with himself, and so it's pretty entertaining. Oh, Jessica Alba's in it too. She's the like romantic interest. Man, it's like one of the first movies she ever did. What does Jessica Alba look like now? Probably the exact same. So, yeah, she she falls she's, into she that the, category, right? She's got the Jennifer Aniston f- thing. She was born with a cataract or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Alba, no. Dude, she literally looks the same. She might look better. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh... <laughs> Just you type Jessica Alba now. <laughs> now. Put, put 2021. 2021? 21. All right, hang on. Let's see if my computer talks to us. 2021. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> Thank you so much for telling me what I just typed. I appreciate that, babe. All right, all right. This is the first. This is People Magazine. Let's be real, though. She turned into J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> she literally <laughs> looks like Jennifer Lopez now. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, she looks the same, though. Oh, yeah, she Kinda. looks good. I mean, good for you. Good job. You did it. I know you're, Jessica, I know you're listening. Thank we're, you. We're really proud of you not aging badly. Thank you for putting the work in. <laughs> yeah, please don't ever look look me up when I turn 50. Yo, going back to this hand, this cursed hand, yeah. this demonic hand. Idle hands. Yo, so, yeah, idle hands. Um, <laughs> I love the title of that movie. But, um, uh, oh, no, Justin. My, I was reading my a book. hand's making me do drugs, <laughs> Justin. I was reading a book uh, recently about psychopaths, and like uh, it was just uh, it, the, the the overall theme was uh, what uh, what like uh, puts people in the place to become psychopaths, or what's uh, uh, like what, what how like environments kind of like inevitably kind of influence people to become psychopaths, or uh, just, like, the genetics behind becoming, like, uh, someone that's more susceptible to, like, falling into that category. And uh, going into nutrition, uh, vitamin deficiencies and shit like that, that's, like, a big trigger. And because of that, and from genetics, there's this thing called the Mark of Cain that, like, everyone kind of knows from, like, the Bible or something. Uh, But it's, like, somewhat real. Like, uh, you can look at your finger, and I I think it's... This is the Mark of Cain? You f- I knew it. I'm living <laughs> no, I with really- a psychopath, everyone. It's, that's it. This is from Supernatural. That's what it's called. Guys. It's called the Mark of Cain. <laughs> he's literally going to kill me after this podcast. Or during. Dude, you better Stay give tuned. me my vitamin D. I'm about to kill you. <laughs> yeah, but no, like, uh, there, there's like a, a couple marks, and there's one within your hand. Like, it, it depends on, uh, uh, I think it's your, it's not your ring finger. It's your I have, index okay, finger. Okay, I, I, like I have a longer. I have a crazy thing I just thought of. So, 
Okay, because in a lot of, like, uh, serial killers, a lot of them have had some sort of either, like, near-death or head trauma experience, like, growing up. And it leads to the end result of a psychopath, which is that lack of empathy for others. And mm-hmm. therefore, in getting, like, pleasure out of inflicting pain. So what if that goes hand-in-hand? Because hand? if you don't have empathy, is you don't really have, like a, like, a general self, like, a care, right? Like, other than, like, your own... Like, so you probably wouldn't care that much if your nutrition wasn't wasn't the best because you're just, like, yeah, yeah, unempathetic yeah. to that reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I know psychopaths and sociopaths are, and tend to be selfish, but I don't know if that necessarily means, like, you're a health nut because you're selfish, right? Like, I know a ton of selfish fat people. Like. Oh, no, no, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, it's literally, like, a, it's like I a... I just wonder if they go hand-in-hand hand is what I mean. Like, them uh, lacking empathy going with this lack of care for yourself, like, because that... Almost is like a I think social. There's, to be said about like there, that, there's a yeah. social like side to being in healthy in a healthy shape, right? In a healthy shape. That's, that's just in a healthy uh, shape. Like a rhombus, <laughs> you know. And I come down to the, the store on the weekends and there are no rhombus people. <laughs> we said that about her. My mommy said her growing up. She said, "Baby, find your favorite shape and you marry that woman." And I tell her, I say, "Mama mia, I love her the rhombus," and she said. That is a bad shape, Mario. Why, uh, <laughs> why, why are, why is, why, why are Italians thou? hilarious? Like, just uh, naturally. I, dude, I don't, there's something simple about them, you know, that's like, they don't really yeah. have, like, Italian people aren't <laughs> known for their depth. Like, it's very just like, ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, we, so, we just lost our entire, it's entire very lackadaisical. <laughs> no, they love this shit. They eat it up. Like, pasta, you fucking noodle having bitch. Yeah, why do you guys fucking like pizza so much? Like, what's up with that? Because it's good, dude. Yeah, I know. I was, it's, I was honestly, to pizza bro, forever. I couldn't imagine how cool it would be growing up making food with your family. Oh yeah, like that honestly sounded like such a cool thing to me as a kid. Like, throw, Daddy was throwing there. some, yeah, throwing some dough with your fucking ma. She's like, oh, rigatoni, you fucking spin that dough so well. Uh, I can't wait I'd to get arm that. hair. <laughs> you already are gonna have it if you were there. Yeah, yeah there. honestly. <laughs> Yo, homie, I uh, I, want, I wanted to show you uh, this something. wolf I found. Uh, I've been... <laughs> kept him in my bedroom. Oh my god! While you're showing me this, can I tell you a funny story about? Keeping an animal you shouldn't keep in your bedroom. Oh, absolutely. My sister, bro, when I was younger, my sister, bro, uh, she thought it'd be a good idea. She, she like captured probably no short of 50 crabs, 50 baby crabs from the ocean. <laughs> 50 crabs. 50 baby crabs. Caught me 50 crabs. In a bucket. <laughs> and she like snuck, she got them all the way to the house. Like we drove like four hours home. She got them into her bedroom and like, put them in her closet and didn't do anything with them and oh they just God. all climbed out they all climbed out they all just climbed out Justin and they so. were just in our house everywhere like dying and like <laughs> we, we, they were just getting crushed and eaten by the dogs and we were stepping on them and they were just like in our <laughs> clothes and like just everywhere they were everywhere and it stunk because the so they started fuck? to die in like these obscure places and then they would just rot and there's just like rotting baby crab all over the fucking house <laughs> 50 crabs. 50 crabs. Jesus. Meanwhile, in Crabville, <laughs> someone's stolen the babies. <laughs> Where's my son? <laughs> Yo, I did the same fucking thing with baby snakes. I went to the oh railroad. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. I, well, well, they were garter snakes, which are, like, okay. just not. Right, but they're, still, they're, like, they're chill. Still living in little boys. Right, anything that's noodly going fast is kind of alarming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, quick, uh, quick things that are phallic shouldn't exist. You you listen to uh, the, uh, I don't have ears. You listen to the new corpse yet? 
It's called Cor- Oh my! I forgot that's his name. I thought you were talking about a metal band. I was like, there's just a metal band called. No, Corp? he's the he's the guy that talks like fuck this. Fuck me uh, when you fuck yeah. me with the lights uh, on. Fuck me at the night. Didn't house. he get big originally from like just being a, a sexy voice on Creepy Pasta or something? Or, like, uh, like I don't he- think his voice was initially initially sought after as being sexy. I think it just it fit well for horror because he's got a really like that's a perfect campfire voice. Yeah. Corpse has a perfect campfire voice, but then it became sexy when he started doing music because you then when he because when you're reading a creepypasta it's hard to be sexy when you're like and then the violent eruption of the knife stabs <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, that's kind of off-putting but if you're like talking about fucking you and bald pussy and stuff you yeah, know it's I, like oh man this is kind of horny now this is a horny <laughs> context damn yeah and he's also got that he's got the mental health angle which is very appealing obviously not to diminish mental health but it's like that's clearly like a vibe for people and uh, he also, I don't know if you know this, he has, like, an actual legit, like, like neo, like, neurodegenerative disorder or something where his, like, he's, like, l- slowly losing feeling in his limbs over time. Re- what? Yeah, like, that's, a, like, a Wait, real... what is that? Is that I don't know what it's called, but he he was on that uh, Anthony Padilla show, and he, yeah, he has, like, a condition where he can't, like, he has a hard time closing his hands because they're, like, starting to atrophy over time. Wait, does he, uh, he doesn't show his face, does he? No. Yeah, wait, so how did he... Was it just, like, a podcast he did, or...? No, he came in person, but, like, he just trusted the guy to not... I mean, they probably signed something. Oh, yeah, just blur his face out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they could just put his, the icon over his face. All right, yeah, you're in for a sweet treat with this one. Yes! Like, oh, hot demon <laughs> okay. bitches near you. So, it's it's featuring our boy Nyla Bell. Uh, we love Nyla Bell, but... Nyla Bell did a song with Corpse? Yes. That's... Dude. I mean, that's... I can't... No yeah, it's just hard, but... Dude, you're you're in for it though. Does Corpse say the N word? <laughs> Dude, he gets so fucking loud out of nowhere. It's like Night Lavelle's doing his thing, and then he's just like, "Hey, I'm right here, and you're fucking here, girl." <laughs> I mean, did you have to do this stuff if you have that voice? Like, dude, fucking Night Lavelle's got such like a deep, like sexy voice, and then fucking Corpse comes in and it's nine yeah. octaves lower. Like Night Lavelle sounds like smooth when he's rapping, and then <laughs> and then the fucking didgeridoo comes in. Here we go again. I think it's coming. Oh yeah, that so is much louder. Yeah. Significantly louder. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Dude, to know. be fair, if you the way that Corpse like raps like this, you've just gotta be not that loud, right? Like yeah, So to be fair, you probably gotta boost it like crazy with like gain and shit, mm-hmm. which might just make it naturally louder in the mix. Like how you can't really boost Knight's voice without making it sound like super gainy, right? Yeah, it's well, like more of a natural and he, not a fry. Yeah, he definitely has like not the loudest voice to him. Like I, I watched a couple live videos of him doing his thing. Well, it's like vocal fry. He like yeah. he has a throat disorder too. That's why he talks like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got all kinds of problems. The poor guy. Yeah, but at sh- least he's got money. Short song, but like. Uh... Oh yeah. god, I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like this one very much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a fine song. I like that it was short. That's, like, that's how you can really, uh, if your song isn't the greatest, but it wasn't bad. If it's short, I, you get brownie points for me. Cause it's like, yeah, it's just a quick bop. Like, it doesn't need to be nuts. You know, just it, it, I was I was swaying my head. You know, I don't really know what they were saying. I, didn't, I need to digest it more. But yeah, yeah, well, it had I, me swaying. It, it has a you know typical energy. I, I feel oh, like dude. with every corpse song. I've got a super funny um, story about uh, an old band and 
I just, okay, this is bad. I'm setting it up poorly. Let me just get into the story, but I do want to, no, not again. Uh, asleep. I, I had a couple uh, other sets of music if you wanted to talk about slash listen to. What you first. got, baby? Um, so, uh, Sumerian recently, it was funny, I was just talking to somebody about how they kind of been stinking lately, and then out of nowhere they dropped. Yeah, where they go? They dropped a new BT Bam album and new Animals as Leader single. And they put out the new Slaughter to Prevail, which was was good. wasn't the best, yeah. but it was good. What was that first one you said? Uh, Between the Buried and Me. But oh, okay. you, should, you should listen to the new Animals as Leader song first if you, you haven't want seen that, that yet. Yeah. Let's go there. Let's I have not watched this yet. I've been waiting to watch this for some, I don't know why, but I just haven't seen it yet. Because I wanted to watch the music video, I think. I, yeah, I saw this one floating around recently. Yeah. It's uh, cool, too. I, like, I really like when bands uh, like visualize their album art. Like this is like I think this is the 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 style they were going for for the last record, the like album artwork, the like white pale head with that was like featureless, you know, mm-hmm. not featureless, but uh, I don't like void of uh, like interpretation. It's just like all all the same look, mm-hmm. that very mannequin type of appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got fucking animals as leaders. The song is monomyth. Monomyth. Dirt. Where's my soil boys at, huh? Yo, this guy looks like some Promethean god. Yeah, he looks like he's about to kick my fucking ass. <laughs> Look at his right hand. He's fucking playing the guitar. Yeah, I see. Oh, the choreography. Let's go. What if they just? What if Animals as Leaders just put out like a like pop song, but like it's not even. It wasn't even like complicated or intricate. It was just like. <laughs> it was just a, a straight up like by the numbers. Yeah. yeah. Or by numbers, <laughs> fucking pop song. Do you think their fan base would still just be like, yo, like, yeah, they're Absolutely. geniuses. Absolutely. They're geniuses. If, if we've learned anything from Sleep Token, <laughs> it's that as long as you set up your notoriety, you can do anything you want after that. And mm-hmm. people will be like, world, have you heard Donda? It's literally a fucking <laughs> masterpiece, bro. <laughs> Kanye's mind. Say it, Justin. Say the Patrick Star line, but it's Kanye. Patrick Star? Yeah, what, the what? Enigma thing. <laughs> But as Kanye, yeah. Hey, the inner <laughs> machinations of my mind are of an enigma. <laughs> I do. I don't, what is what does Kanye even sound like? I feel like he's always putting on some fake ass voice. He's just like Kanye. Seriously, I, don't know, I can't do it. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's not unique enough in that way. Maybe you could do his. You could probably emulate his rap voice but not his like talking voice very well yeah honestly i kind of missed uh i missed the whole kanye hype like i get that he's like a, a polarizing figure within what do you hip-hop. mean missed it it's still going on well i i know but <laughs> i'm talking like actually like listening to his music growing up and like following him to the point where he is now like literally like attempting to try to be the president of the united states you know <laughs> like weird shit like that this is nasty this is very nasty yeah the the last the last release that uh, Animals as Leaders did that I was like really interested in, because like me being me, I just I, I like heavier shit naturally. Like I love I like shit like this. I can get down. I like you know being a little creative with the instrumentation. Even you know like they had some pretty jazzy songs. Dude, that thumb flapping a second ago was rad. Yeah, t- like Tooth and Claw. That shit was heavy to uh, me. Oh, dude, like, Woven Web era mm-hmm, shit. Wave mm-hmm. of Babies. Yeah, I want that fucking heavy shit. And this is you know this is bringing some beauty to. Um, not just technicality, but like it's a heavy song, you know. I feel like it's a heavy song. Listening to this right now, I'm like, yo, like, fucking pit. Right? And honestly, <laughs> I couldn't think of a better genre to use interpretive dance. 
because I feel like a lot of times mm-hmm. when I see interpretive bands, I'm like, this is fucking corny. Yeah. But this this works really well. Like this is tight. Yeah, we're at a point now where it, even if you're good, like even if you're good, do you need something you like this? You need good. you need to like intertwine like different forms of art to get like noticed. You know that, Honestly, or you have yeah. to be like one of a kind genius, or you have to be insanely hot. Or this is really cool. Yeah, this is an entire production. See. This is fucking heavy. God, dude. You know how long oh, this would take man. me to learn? For like fucking Just months. this pattern. Gong, 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 gong. How do you think their drummer feels, bro? Bro, it's literally just one note. So, yeah, people that don't know how hard rhythm can be. Yeah, yeah. You've watched any drum live mm. event ever? <laughs> Dude, that shit was hype, That's how man. it ends with that heavy? That's tight. Man, that that's was really so cool. much white makeup. <laughs> man, I like that a lot. It's probably the paint, the, like body paint. Yeah. Make it yeah. quicker. Yeah. No, hell yeah, Animals as Leaders. Yeah, that shit wow. was tight. Man, yeah, I didn't honestly, I wasn't super into the Brain Dance record. There was like a couple songs on there that was like, this is tight. Like, I was definitely more of like a fan of like everything before that but bro that song was ripping that was a really cool track who, who would you say is your favorite instrumental artist right now like uh no vocals I, right I know, now that, that's a pretty big question yeah and i like um, me myself i don't even fucking know but like 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 hmm. what really tickles your fancy are, are, are you listening to anything that's like uh without lyrics or you know just something to kind of like chill the fuck out to or light up a um, I don't know about <laughs> recent. Like, obviously, there's the classics that I like go to when I want to listen to those. But mm-hmm. I don't know if there's been too many bands without vocals I've listened to in a minute. Like, out of my way to to listen to them. I feel like I got to throw Chan mm-hmm. in the mix, right? Like, uh, when, right. Well, they they haven't done anything in like a grip, but they are obviously great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at that, I mean, Pliny's like one of my go-to's if I'm trying to just listen to instrumental music. Yeah. I think Pliny just has some cool fucking grooves and. I don't like it. Like I like chaotic shit, and and I'm not super big on shredding. I like groovy stuff. Like I get tired of intervals. Like I'm not the biggest, or like even Jason Richardson. Like I get a little little tired. This is like so much happening, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That like when Pliny comes on, I'm like, ooh, here it is. Like I want to be in the pocket, like the unprocessed band or anything Tim Henson does. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna say this now. Uh, like I, I agree with all your sentiment, but like if you you listening to this right now. You're right if it, there. If, that, if that's all you fucking listen to, like, homie. You're a nerd. <laughs> it's a red flag for me. <laughs> yeah, dude, listen to some Save Us from the Archon, Betty. You just couldn't possibly have you comprehend. To, have you heard the, the, uh, the Helix Nebula? That's an older instrumental band that I really fucked with for that, a while. I've never I think they only put out one record, and it was pretty tight. Damn. Doesn't it look like The Lighthouse, their new music video for Between the Buried Moon? Honestly, uh, this might be a case. This might be one of those cases where it's I like... Think either, it, I really think it is. Uh, yeah, where either the director or the band, like... Uh, Had some inspiration around like, it. Un- yeah, unconsciously, like, kind of mm-hmm. just started to kind of gravitate towards that specific type of art. Yeah, y'all, let's, uh, let's check out the new Between the Buried in Me. But first, let's look at this chicken nugget uh, commercial. <laughs> you like it? At the end of it. Oh, dude, Justin, you know what's cringe? Um, I've seen, I can name two movies, like, without hesitation, that both end in, uh, I guess. Or no, I'm sorry, you know. You know? You know? Like, the final word of the movie is you know. One time, I uh, I talked shit. Uh, okay, did I'm you like, get hit? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish, Taylor. But first, <laughs> you uh, talk shit, Taylor. <laughs> he dude, beats the fuck out of her. There was this podcast I was listening to a while ago, and uh, the dude said, you know, like at the end of every fucking sentence. And I, I totally, I fucking roasted him in the comments, and I just typed, you know, and it got upvoted like to the top. Everyone yeah. was thinking it. That's Dude, so it, yeah, yeah, but but continue, but uh, continue. I have a funny soliloquy off of that. Um, not to fucking name drop, but when upon a burning body was staying at our house back way back in the day when Jared and I lived with uh, DM, his wife. I forgot about that. <coughs> Me too. Sometimes. And, uh, Should be wild. Mike was over. <coughs> Pardon me. Wazowski? <coughs> yeah, surprise. I big one-eyed guy. The fucking um, scary man. Mike Hall from uh, from Heroes of Legends. He was our rhythm guitarist. Mm-hmm. Uh, real, real cool dude. But when he gets you know a couple drinks in him, he do, don't know how to talk like to people. Everyone's uh, got a friend like that though. Right. And he, we were talking to the Ponder Burning Body dudes, and they were dude, they were fucking drinking. At least one of them was. The guitarist was a fucking. Madman, bro. He wouldn't stop drinking. I was not trying to look like a, like a bitch in my own house, so I kept drinking with him. And Mike was just gone by this point, just so drunk. Yeah. And he, it's the funniest thing ever. He started off a conversation by saying, "You know what I mean." It was the first thing he, <laughs> he was, he was going to go into a story, and the first thing he said was, "You know what I mean." And I said, "No, Mike." Wait. I have no idea what you mean because you haven't fucking said anything. Do you know what you mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you know what you mean. I kind of roasted in front of the band and wasn't trying to call him out, but like I couldn't believe my ears in that moment. I was like, bro, it was silent for like 10 seconds, and then you said, you know what I mean? And it, like, anyway. <laughs> bro, why would you fucking like make me look like a fucking chump in front of uh, upon a burning body? Like, <laughs> they fucking like, their vocalist is like gone. He died. Like, their vocalist? <laughs> He's missing, dude. Never he got forget stolen. That. Never, never forget. Yeah. Unforgivable. <laughs> I, I like publicity sense. I think it's funny to drive hype through like m- interesting means, but that didn't seem like the the most in taste uh, or well they, thought out move. They got kind of burnt for that, right? I mean, oh, it, 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 it worked. It worked for them. It, it appears worked. that they're the burning body. <laughs> Yo, yeah, we got between the buried and me. The between future the body is and behind me. us. Between the burning body and me. Was that? Was that the night house? <laughs> Yo, they're bringing in sense now. Yeah, they've been in. Uh, have you listened to much between the buried and me? Are you familiar uh, with this the, band at all? Yeah, the their last record I listened to. I was They're crazy. But uh, truthfully, fake fan. I, I gotta be honest. I have, I have not been keeping up with Dude, them. I literally would know nothing about this band if it wasn't for Zesty. No, this is a very he, he Zesty like, band. He's like made me listen to this band to the point where I'm like, God yeah. damn it, this is sick. Yeah. Yo, Zesty, if you're listening, you gotta come on the podcast uh, when you come up. You gotta come. You gotta come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think they go Come game. on me. No, she going. She going. Oh, okay. So the display went away. Yeah, she'd do that. I'm sometime. just gonna say that. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> How he just float like that, though. Yo, I didn't even think about that, bro. <laughs> man. Merge. How is the guy floating, Merge? <sighs> Digger. I'm so horny. So like you said the N-word for a second. Oh, absolutely. I would say that. Yeah, my classic Winnie the Pooh where he <laughs> whispers the N-word to Piglet when no one's around. <laughs> Dude, Piglet's hard. Piglet's hard to do. You see, you have to have like yeah, the I don't high know, register. I don't, know what he t- I don't know what he sounds like, genuinely. 
I'm having a hard time picturing him. Like I can only remember Frail Boo and, Frail. and Tigger and uh, Eeyore. I do, I cannot remember what the owl sounds like. Yeah. Or what <laughs> Piglet sounds like. I'm just having such a hard time imagining what Piglet sounds like. Especially too, because there's this funny JonTron video where they're in VR, and there's somebody whose avatar is Piglet, and he goes, "Hello, little boy." Do you want to let me touch your dirty hands, please? <laughs> Will you please touch me with your dirty hands? <laughs> Dude, Eeyore, Eeyore was just being real, man. He was just like, guys, yeah. I'm just not feeling it today. Can he's, you just a, he's a nihilist. He's my an fucking, existential nihilist. My tail is gone. <laughs> guys, I've been through some real traumatic shit, and you don't seem to understand the severity of the emotional trauma I deal with day to day. And it doesn't seem like any of you lack, like, genuinely you all seem to lack the emotional capacity to, like, <laughs> yeah. understand that I'm hurting and that other people can hurt. Let me give you a course of You all seem to just Pooh have bear. selfish intentions day to day. Pooh's just eating constantly. Piglet's a, a codependent mess, never working on his own art, that, even though he's a great artist. And then we've got the bitch-ass old owl that's always just watching over and telling us what to do. Tigger, I'm pretty sure, has brain damage. Yeah, that's He just th- bounces all day and yells, like, yeah. I don't know what to do, okay? Tigger is literally just, like, uh, the worst case of ADHD, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or, or getting hit in the head with a log <laughs> <laughs> and no one being sympathetic of it. So they're all just kind of tired of him. This is cool. As soon as you like do this little weird beat, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sold. Sorry for the blah 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 blah. Sorry for my tiny scream. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, this is like uh, Mashuga vocals. Maybe Mashuga's like, probably a little louder. Yeah. I've seen this dude live, and he's his his screams are tiny. But what were they like live? Instrumentally, they were insane. I do, but also, you know what's crazy? Mm. This was the least good of the three bands I saw because it was the Contortionist and Animals as Leaders were the openers. And then this band stacked, finished. They, 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 you know, they ended the night and they played White Walls, which is like their biggest, like coolest song. So that was pretty sick to see. Oh, but uh, bro, Contortionist, that was like of the time the the best show I'd ever or the best performance I'd ever watched. Ooh. And then Animals the Leader is just insane. Like, they're machines when they play. They're just so on time. Never fuck up. Constantly grooving. Constantly, Bobby. Constantly grooving. Yeah, they, they really do have their own sound. I can always appreciate a band that, like, just does their own thing, you know? Yeah. Like, right now, sometimes I feel like there's rules, like, with doing music. Or, or at least, like, uh, most people view it to be that way. Mm-hmm. Like uh, They kind of pigeonhole themselves. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, there, there's always been a conversation with low, you know, detuned guitars. Um, like, if, if you want if you want your shit to be heavy, you got to have an eight string or something. Or, right. Which just, like, everyone knows is not the, the actual case. Um but yeah, no, I mean every every new kid, every new band that I see, I feel like they're kind of following that um, that stereotype, you know. 
And, and power to them. Like, I fuck with a lot of these new bands. But uh, at the you same know. time, everyone needs to stop, like, trying to take the same JST, uh, nail the mix course, <laughs> trying to yeah. sound exactly like a Sturgis band. Yeah, dude, that's it's kind of like tutorial culture, I guess. It's yeah. Just, like, the way that things are. You, when you have a Skillshare ad every yeah. five seconds, you know? What, what do you mean, little little boy, you don't have, like, fucking $10,000 right. worth of gear? Like, Here, kid, grow listen, up! For, grow the, up! for the next six birthdays, you're going to ask your mom for a laptop. Say, I don't want anything. Just save up. Give me a laptop. You're going to get a laptop. You're going to get an interface, kid. You're going to start mixing beats, selling them to your high school friends. You're going to get out there. You're going to talk to people. Put down the fucking books. Put down the controller. Get out there. Face-to-face interactions. Make a connection, kid. Do you want this? Business. Step it's on your friends. Business. You think You think bosses don't step on their friends? You're an idiot. Bosses don't have friends. They have assets. Yeah, what if everyone just followed that uh, that philosophy? Just step on everyone. We'd uh, have a lot more rich people. So let's say everyone's rich. What what kind of world well, that, is that? Horrible inflation everywhere. It's, it means nothing. We're all poor. Everyone's just talking really loudly at each other. It just means uh, fucking fruit is ten thousand dollars now. Is what it means. Man. You know. You know. Weird? Poor people have been eliminated. Bananas. We should not. Bananas? We should not know well. what bananas taste like. Yet oh, here we are in Washington State, knowing what bananas taste like. Hey man, you know how can how can God make us in His image and expect us not to try to seek perfection? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, I want to meet the man that was like, yeah, let's talk. Uh, God's real, you know, like the first the first one. The, the guy, guy who's like, like, guys, I just spoke to a bush and it was on fucking fire. <laughs> Guess what it told me? Everyone uh, was like, no, yeah, this guy's got a point. <laughs> yeah, hold, hold, let's hear him out. I ain't never seen a burning bush. Let's hear this guy out. Uh, Sentinels, you showed me that band, right? Sentinels. Uh, no. Uh, maybe it was somebody on, cha- on chat, but they just put out a new song. Do they have Matrix energy behind them? M- the Matrix? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, like the, the creatures from... <laughs> like uh, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> right. Is that the name of the, the like octopus robot things? Yeah. They're called Sentinels. They're called Sentinels. It's not to wither away. It's it not. was a song from a day ago. From a day it ago. Was ca- it was called like uh, Albatross. Albatross. Are you familiar with Albatrosses? Yeah, they're literally just fucking seagulls, but they're just like different. No, slightly, but they're, right? they're fucking, they're dangerous. Yeah, you don't kill them. You kill them. No, I didn't say dangerous. I said they're dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, like, you don't kill them because it's bad luck, right? As a sailor. As a a seabird. I can never squash a seabird, I tell you. Oh, my God. The internet. Oh. Everyone hack my internet. So, you, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we got Nick Nocturnal with the the first comment. Banger. Yep. Yep, there you are, Nick. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! I was gonna say something about uh, about seagulls. You, you know how like like it's weird growing up next to the ocean, how exposed to seagulls and uh, albatross that that I was. I just kind of took them for granted, and then I went somewhere else, you know, mm-hmm. and I just quickly realized like how foreign and strange like birds like pelicans or yeah like seagulls or just sea life in general really is to people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, when I went to Texas, I saw. Um, Oh, what are those fucking uh, magpies, I think is what they're called, or, or, or something. They're like crows, but oh, yeah, way yeah. more vocal, and they're, they're fucking weird, man. They're like... Yo, this shit's actually pretty good, though. 
Yeah, this is sen- Sentinels, everyone. Uh, Song Albatross. It's a, it's a loon. It's, okay. It's a loon is a type of bird that has a joint on its on its like foot and it locks into place so that it stays really hard and it and it has this ability where it can detect heartbeats and it goes up to other bird, it goes up to fuck? other it goes up to other birds and it takes its locked knuckle and stabs it through their back into and pierces their heart dude that's that's some like fucking Isn't that eagle insane? shit that's, that's crazy some, yeah, that's imagine some... evolution doing that to you yeah where you're just like you know what would be really effective if my weird knuckle toe yeah uh just, I have a heartbeat sensor. I can tell when people where their hearts are. What if my knuckle was just a knife? Do you think there's That's ever crazy. a point in time That's when uh, birds become self-aware? Uh, n- maybe if technology gets there. I could see this weird, like... <laughs> birds using technology. No, like, straight <laughs> up, like, some weird black mirror shit. I could totally see a future where we accidentally give animals, like, consciousness or something. Like, yeah. like, like the ability to swap minds with people yeah. and then just like can establish a connection with them to where mm-hmm. they can like communicate yeah and, and that that would be where it becomes weird with like other types of animals like you think of like oh that'd be cool with my pet but then like what about the alligator that's like now got a vendetta reptiles, against you. Yeah. <laughs> like, reptiles with consciousness imagine a komodo Terrifying. imagine a komodo dragon that was cunning and it just fucking spit its leprosy into your food spiteful reptile <laughs> It's <laughs> my new grindcore band, <laughs> Spiteful Rep. Oh, I, I had a funny story I was going to tell you earlier that was wild as hell. Uh, Jared and I had this old fucking show we did before Dickie Dine's show was a thing. It was just on his channel. It was called Underground Music Monday. Uh, and we would just showcase like five bands that we thought were sick and we'd talk about them a little bit. And there was one band on there and they were called Sirens and they were like this really jaunty proggy band uh and they were pretty sick but i remember uh fucking laughing my ass off at one of their songs because there there's a part where it's like really heavy like the whole song and then it chills out and goes soft and the music's really like like kind of like jazzy atmospheric yeah and homie just starts saying like really big words like in just like one liner there's always one of them he just goes repetitious gossamer the ephemeral tortilla. <laughs> yeah, it, it literally was just that. He just kept saying really big words, and I fucking lo- I thought it was the funniest shit ever. And it also made me learn what the word gossamer was, which is just funny. That guy who wrote, sang, and played the guitar of that song uh, found me on TikTok and came into one of my live streams and was like recommending his song to be played. He's just and it was saying that song. Yeah. Same words. I had no idea it was that guy. He he was like, go check out my song, and I looked at it. and I was like, yo. I've done. I know this song. You fucking gossamer ass fucking nerd. No, 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 honey, honey. I can't get a job. I gotta teach these kids about How fucking fuck? like, about like uh, the trajectory of the solar system. <laughs> Dude, that, I had a weird teacher. This uh, honestly, shout out to him. But it also shout out to the weird it, teachers. It, shout out to the weird teacher because it, he he. I think he had good intentions. Maybe he just like genuinely wanted our company. But he let us have uh, our club, which was Hacky Sack Club. Uh, me and my homies. You had started. a Hacky Sack Club. Yeah, goddamn right, I did. What the fuck? Uh, you could you, at our school. You could make if you had enough people. You could make a club as long as you had a teacher sign off on it that would allow you to use the room after school. Principal and, said, "Fuck it." And we found it. We got this guy. Who was like a the hacky sack guy? I don't, I don't, I don't, like, I 
I genuinely, I don't even know. Don't even know what he taught, to be honest. (laughs) He wasn't one of my teachers. This guy was a fucking psychopath, I think. He, Justin, he legit, he's the only person I've ever met. And I think most people have one person that uh, that is this to them. Mm -hmm. Um, He, he said, we were like, hey, can we put on some music for... You know, like rock while, out while we're playing hacky sack, you know? bro. Yeah, we're, playing, out. we're hacking it up in here, bro. Can we yeah, put on some boys music? Listening to some and he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, that's fine. Um, and we're like, where's your radio? And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't have one in here. We're like, oh, well, what do you, what are you cool with? Like, what do you listen to? And he's like, oh, you know, I don't really listen to music. And we're like, what do you mean? Like, you don't have like a artist? He's like, honestly, I couldn't even tell you one thing. I was like, well. Well, what do you mean one thing? Like, you couldn't say an artist? He's like, well, I mean, like, I'm sure I know, like, a musician or two, but, yeah, I don't really listen to songs or anything like that. It's like, whoa. No songs. That blew, yeah, it blew my, a world without music, yeah. dude. Dude, I had That's that realization somewhat recently. It's it, crazy. It blew my mind. There, There's just some people, like, you're gonna, you'll, you'll talk to everyone, like, th- this teach of yours, he's being just brutally honest with you. But whereas, like, you talk to anyone, yeah, and uh, test test your friends out on this. Uh, test your fake fucking friends out on this, everyone. Ask them if, uh, just Blow the them simple and question. then ask them if they liked it. Because <laughs> you know you're good at it. Ask them if they like music. And, and Call them out right now. every single one of them are going to say, yeah, I love music. Or, yeah, I, l- I like music. Or they're going to give you, like, one artist. But realistically, like... Everyone's just got their own thing artistically. Like mm-hmm. some people are just into well, reading. There's a lot some of people play- are into comedy. We're in a or... we're in a world of playlists as well. So there's a mm-hmm. ton of people that I've talked to, no shade, that just don't know the names of songs. They're like, <laughs> I know that song. Oh my goodness! Like I know what song you're talking about, but it's just like I listen to sh- songs on shuffle in like this big playlist, or I listen to this Billie Eilish radio or something. You know? Yeah. So it's like. There are people that still listen to it and consume it, but honestly, don't have like a favorite artist because they have no idea who they're yeah. listening to. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a. Uh, a lot of forget your name. Life. I, I know your face. I know you by your, by your face kind of guy. Oh, no face, no case. And you mean? with that, we're going <laughs> to the band. No face, no case. Have you heard? Uh, have you heard this band? Around? Yeah, I've had this uh, band shown to me a few times on Twitch. <sighs> boy, Twitch.tv oh slash boy. Dicky Time. That's yeah. Twitch.tv slash Dicky Time. Always stay plugged, and we live right now, baby. You you stream. Yeah, over on twitch.tv slash Dicky Time. I That's can follow you there. I can watch you in real life. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're also, we also have a uh, we have an Indiegogo set up, and if we reach enough money, we're going to start off our uh, our fucking million dollar shake Shark Tank approved idea, which was uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> Wait, it's what is like, OnlyFans? It's this. He's playing coy. He's setting me up. He's a great straight man. Um, OnlyFans is this wonderful, revolutionary new uh, site in the follies of OnlyFans where they've kind of buckled recently in their decisions from going from a porno site to a not-porno site. Uh, we come in with OnlyFans, and this is a an operation. This is an entire fully, company. Yeah, fully staffed, ready, 24-7 service, uh, reps and all. And it's just, like, dudes, women, just fucking catching and talking about fish, buddy. Just, like, as long as that fucking catch has a dorsal, some sort of fin on it, you can see. You can talk about You can post it. Talk about your catch, what your bait is, your lures, tackles. People want to know about fins. Yeah, like, your categories, you know, hashtag, like, like over five feet fish, like... 
big fish, you know, there's wide like a, mouth fish there's categories. There's a fucking uh, magazine, like, right. publication. Dorsal part. diameters. <laughs> uh, oh, ghost nip fish. Those are unique. Mm. Mm-hmm. Damn, you're kind of kind of talking my language now. I Yo, know. everyone, we got No Face, No Case. The song is Out of the Blue. I, I wanted to show Yo. you a different one, but I, want, I wanted there to be a, a video. Uh, do, do they go smash it, dude? So it, it kind of has that energy that uh, what, what's that fucking uh, pale face band that they have the fucking ha <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking cuckoo. What's so fucking funny. I'm cuckoo for cocoa puffs. <laughs> yeah, it's that. Uh, it's that UK, it's the UK like hardcore type of or UK beatdown. It, it it almost like to me like not talking shit, but it kind of has some meme energy behind it. Especially with the edit. Yeah, it's just like... Also, if that's the ha-ha you're talking about, that's way better than the pale face one. Oh, no, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an ingredient, but, like, they definitely overdo it is what I'm saying. Oh, gotcha. Kind of like how pale face just does it. Like, they fucking beat you into the ground they with They do too many of them. I'm crazy. What if, like, what if this is just what people did? Like, Dance. people people just be I going out, like, being in, uh, out in the public, just, like, this posted is, up, this, just this drinking. This is what they do. This is legit a thing in, like, the UK and shit. Yeah, but, like, without the video. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just, like, just how it is over there. Dude. People just be doing this. You never just I guess we gotta go to the UK. I'll be, yeah, let's take dude, a podcast I've, to the UK. Maybe I'm this just shit a, looks a fun. weirdo, but I've watched so many CCTV videos from around the world just because I'm curious what other cultures are like just, like, on their day-to-day street life. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, people just be getting stabbed in the UK. And, like, people <laughs> just be getting, just drinking 40s in public and getting arrested for it. What are you boys up to? You, you boys staying out of trouble. Fucking got in yourself, you fucking pig. You made a gun out of beer cans. <laughs> yeah, maybe these kids are pretending, actually. I'm thinking these kids might have uh, more, more like, uh, well-off parents than I initially had just thought. The, the triplet bell. Ding. Here you go, they got oh, the air there's horn. The, that's what you thought, the meme, huh? Probably that fucking air. If you got an air horn in your <laughs> song, you're immediately being like, yo, don't take us seriously, please. Which obviously is the fucking yeah. point of this band. This has some I still live with my parents. Dude, respect. <laughs> respect to any dude that can, That guy rocks the bowl cut. I'm fucking impressed. Oh, yeah. The guy in the yellow. I could never. There's few people that look good in a bowl cut. I agree. And Oliver Tree is not one of them. Yeah. Dude, I think Oliver Tree just did a song with Tommy Cash. Actually. Yeah, he moved to Russia. I don't know if you know that. He's a resident of Russia. I'm not even surprised anymore. Yeah. Oliver just does whatever he wants. People are like, yo, fuck well, yeah. He, he retired. It was so weird. He retired from music like a year ago and then was like, I'm in Russia now. He's a professional I bro- I now. Fucking me and Melanie Martinez broke up and now I live in Russia. So get ready for my mental fucking breakdown. The big head. I love that. <laughs> that was a great edit. I love that there's just been this constant chick that every time she's on screen, she's just fucking hardcore dancing. It's so funny. <laughs> every shot she's in, she's just fucking thrown down. Dude, honestly, I've kind of always been a fan of the uh, the pullover beanie for the face. Pullover beanie? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's got a cool look to it, personally. The ski mask, that's what it's called. This is just fucking aggression. Dollars. Homie. We want money. Yeah, this would be fun to see live. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That's funny. He kicked his homie in the face on accident, and then the revive Call of Duty tag came up above his head. <laughs> that was pretty funny. The kick, yeah. face bomb. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the shit's just okay. so like. That was, that was fun. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun. You know, it's taking deathcore yeah, to. I'd, I'd mosh to that. Yeah, it's it's just it's like 
you know, yeah, it's obviously got like a, a angst and aggression behind it, but like it's just I what my takeaway from it is just like it's fun, it's silly, but it's also like fuck you. You're fun, bro. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> What are your thoughts on uh, the new Bill Murray song? Uh, Have do you heard it? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna get crucified for this, but I never really fucked with him. That's honestly. fine. I don't think you'd get crucified for that. I was I was about to say his explain music, these holes. His, his music is very hit and miss for me. I think if he marketed himself better uh, and a little more seriously, he'd have a better uh, following. But I think he's got. He's got like cool songs. Like I feel like every year Lord he puts Far out a track I really Quadzilla? like. Yeah, the names suck, man. Like, Homie, they're, they're how cool. old they're are just, you? They're just memes. Obviously, there's goofs, and I think that ge- I think that genuinely affects it. This is a lot of work to put into this edit, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. and cool Jonathan Young feature. Jonathan Young, I missed that boy. I haven't I seen that boy well. since tour. Yeah, I was supposed to see him at Nam, and he just kept playing tag with me. <laughs> and then we ended up not being able to see each other. Is what it is. I know you're hiding. I can smell your youngness. Come out of the booth. <laughs> oh, Jonathan, I can smell you, John. I can smell lasagna, John. Lasagna. Yeah, we got Bill Murray, Lord Farquaad Ziller going, everybody. Yo, and he is jacked in this edit. It's got that, uh, it's got that vaporwave energy behind it. Yeah, it's like really uh, fun, like game loading screen music. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Yeah, big, uh, bigger resurgence uh, in regards to like that type of uh, that type of genre, just bringing back like the '80s like pop mm-hmm. scene. Or these edits are great too. Yeah, no. I feel like this works well for him, and I think it would it would sell better too again if the if the titles and stuff were a little different. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite? Um, I, I know I was just talking '80s, but what was your favorite? I guess show or cartoon from the '90s. From the 90s. Um, shit, what it was even in the 90s? I mean, you got Dragon Ball Z. Uh, you got... Um, was that 90s, though? Well, uh, I, I feel like often in my brain, like I confuse things that are in like the early 2000s to the late 90s. You know, I think I'm, I'm having one of those uh, situations myself right now, yeah. Because Dragon Ball was probably 90s. But I don't know about... I Maybe late 90s. Um... I mean, you got like Terminator, Judgment Dragon Day. Dragon Ball came out. Wait, Dragon Ball Z. Whoa. Okay, you were. Was that right? Yeah, Dragon Ball Z came out in 1989. Yeah, that's, that's what I said, right? I fucking knew that. You said the 90s, didn't you? Yeah. Or did you not say that? No, you did. You definitely said the 90s. I'm just a pompous asshole. Um, <laughs> and the, okay, so Dragon Ball was 86. Interesting. Yeah, I never forget. So they were they were th- only three years apart. Um. Wow, I can't believe that started that early. Dude, Dragon Ball GT was in the 90s even. 96. Really? Dude, I was talking to Zesty about GT recently. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see that one, Dragon Ball GT? No, I just watched Dragon Ball Z, honestly. That one was like a lot of people's least favorite, but the art style was so sick, dude. It was like that old school hand-drawn, like real gritty, like you could see the brush strokes type of... Yeah. It was really cool. Dude, I, I was more like, in regards to like anime, I was I was more into like Gundam. I, I always thought Gundam Which was one? sick. Uh, oh, dude, Courage came out in the 90s? That's probably my answer. Oh, yeah. It came a, out in 96. That one's, that's probably my answer. That show, uh, like, that show like actually impacted me as a child. Like looking back, I can think about like the morality in that show. It's much more influential mm-hmm. now for me. And I've always honestly. loved... There's something uh, really appealing to me about having Courage of like 
being the one willing to run into the darkness to save a little kid type of thing. Like, that's, that's you know always been want, an appealing thing to me. You know what I wanted to get, like, as a cartoon tattoo? Courage? I wanted to get the gypsy that's in Courage. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, she's she, sick. Yeah, dude. She's, she's such a recurring a fun character. character. Yeah. Yeah, she always yeah. came to teach a lesson, and Courage is like, fuck you. She's like, God, just let me teach you a moral lesson, yeah. Courage. No, just listen to me. This no. shit's going to happen to you. Oh, I've got to protect Muriel. <laughs> Oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> it's fucking good courage. Well, things I do for love. Yo, rest in peace, Muriel, by the way. She died recently. Oh, yeah, she that fucking That voice passed. actress. Man. Dude, yeah, I saw, there was a meme that me fucking, like, I was like, God damn it, you bro, you're gonna make me cry. One of those things. And it was like the, you know, the old throwback memory that Courage has where Muriel finds him by the dumpster and he's in the, the fucking diaper. And she like brings oh, him. She yeah. br- brings him home, gives him food and love, and she's like, "You're safe. You're you're home now, courage." Oh, so it's just like fuck <laughs> you. That's just that makes me sad. I, I know. Stop Rest in peace, Muriel. Muriel. Watch where you're going, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was always a great character. Yeah. Did you know that the the voice actor is uh, plays Shang Chi? In the, the new Marvel movies, Shang Chi. The Seven Rings. Oh yeah, dude. That's the voice actor that. <laughs> Courage. Really? What? Yeah. You're no, you're fucking lying. No, it's the same guy, Jesse. No, you're tricking me. I don't believe you. I don't. Buy, I can't fall for this shit anymore. I'm too old. <laughs> Help me! I'm aging rapidly. <laughs> oh, there's a new As It Is song too. I don't know if you've heard that band in a long time, but it's been I, a I, second. I was checking on Fearless, and that was like one of their most recent releases. Yo, Fearless. But is, didn't Fearless, like, sell? They, 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 mm, they sold so. their company to, like, Sony or something? and uh, To Sony? I don't... Well, maybe. Not, uh, maybe, they have Sony like a, or... maybe they have, like, a side branch or something, but I don't know about that. Yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, as it is, a uh, new song, uh, I-L-Y, how are you, question mark. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I kind of... I kind of... I miss this this train a little bit. I, I just... It's not really my speed. Uh, yeah, me neither, honestly. They say you're boss. <laughs> you want to introduce the comment section after this, or the question section after this? Yes, yes, everyone. We've got uh, questions ah! coming up soon. Baby. Oh, baby doll. Oh, man. That's a... I don't know if that was on our end, but it was a bad sink. There's a there's an Audi sink somewhere. In theirs, in their video. Oh, well, it's back. It might, might be latency. We're gonna find, we're gonna get to the bottom of this. Not that far. Like 15 seconds okay. maybe. Yo, imagine you fucking waking up with that perfect flip on your hair. <laughs> yeah, you just look adorable. No, dude, right it's just be, it's just bedhead. Like this is just how I wake up. No, this isn't palm pomade. I'm a big fan of the. Uh, I always like fan videos like these. Mm-hmm. I wish there's a little more effort put into the little thing at the bottom. They got a because the, like because the video looks gotta... nice. So like, I'm not convinced that this is a phone call. So yeah. to me, it just looks like a weird, you know, rectangle in the co- in the corner. Come on, answer Ronnie, bro. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie's trying to get a hold of you, bro. You look, you look hot in bed. Get up and talk to the guy. Talk to me. Talk People to Ronnie. Talk he to looks me. like Lance Stewart. <laughs> 
Ronnie. I think Ron. It's Ronnie. Ronnie. Who's Who is he? Who's he from? Who is Ronnie? Who the fuck is Ronnie? He takes off his face and it's Ronnie's rad, it's rad a, key. Ronnie's a scumbag, man. Let's be real. Like Ronnie yeah, did Ronnie. something to like I don't know. Yeah. Ronnie's like a he's a pork your girlfriend kind of name. You know? Oh, totally, dude. He would definitely pork your girl. <laughs> He'd pork your sister and then pretend to be into what games you like. Scumbag. Yeah, pussy vulture. That's what we call him. <laughs> Absolutely. That was mean. We got cream on the milk. Oh, I get it. What, what does it mean? It's, it's disrespectful because it was oat milk. Mm. So it's like a slam against vegs, dude. Yeah. Fuck y'all. That, they didn't even try to. They're not even trying to sync them up. The fans in the bottom. Yeah. They're just using like random parts. Yo, that's a. Uh, the set it off guy. They should have used more of him. They used him for like a two second part. If yeah. That. <laughs> His Yo, hair looks hair, funny. He looks the like back. a peacock from the yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> this is just, you know, another day just going to the ocean. <laughs> I, wish you, I wish he just walked out onto the water and just kept walking on top of it. <laughs> you find out the reveal is that he's a sentient being, <laughs> he's omnipotent. <laughs> Oh my god, he doesn't give a shit. This emo stuff, you know, it's it's just, it's draining. I, I just was in the ocean. I don't know if you were aware of that, homie, but like... He looks like, pretty good for just getting out of the ocean. Oh yeah, no, I filmed a... Remember when we shot uh, yeah, your, your whole day was ruined. I went straight to work. I can't believe you didn't have the foresight to bring a change I didn't even change... I was like wet showing up at work. I know. Soaked. That was insane. And I was just like, sorry, I'm like... 30 minutes late, but uh, I'm completely covered in sand, and I smell like a uh, crab. Mm, can I can I finish my shift? <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So we don't have a backup, so you're going to have to. Okay, cool. It's true. Cool. Yeah, that was uh, As It Is with their most recent single. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, I mean, it kind of had that, like, uh, that oh, like it was probably uh, more so a producer energy it's, behind it. It's got it. an audience. Yeah, it's, no, it makes perfect it, there's sense There's a vibe me. for that, for sure. It's the continuation of Warp Tour culture. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the band that plays, like, near you while you're waiting in the merch line for the band that you just saw that you liked. Yeah, I'd argue they'd pl- probably play, like, main stage at Warp if it was still around. They probably did, yeah, probably did. They probably did. They were pretty big, they <laughs> were pretty right. big at one point. Mm-hmm. 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 Yo, uh, yeah, so let's get into those questions. Oh, baby, well, we want to get into these questions. Uh, too, let's ask a question to you guys really quick. What should we name this little segment? I'd love to have a good, healthy segue into the questions that are a reoccurring bit. You know, like some sort of, uh, I tried for a while to think of some sort of play off of, you know, like the Dicky Time, some sort of fun thing. And I just, I've been brained trying to think of it. Uh, so let me know if you guys got any fun ideas. <laughs> fucking cowards yeah we don't want any uh like no bad weak, ideas uh, unhealthy segues only healthy <laughs> yeah they have to be healthy <laughs> like uh the segway joke of the owner or the creator of segway dying on a segway you familiar with that no i you don't know i no, love i love no. being the one to tell people this he was showing off the features of the segway that like the how fast it can stop and how quickly you like, you don't get the forward momentum. Yeah. And so he was showcasing it to, like, buyers and, you know, people that were going to bring it into their stores. And he mm-hmm. was he was he showed them on the edge of a cliff. 
how like I'm so confident this is so good and he did it a couple times and he got more speed and he went up to it and he just didn't stop in time and he fucking flew out, just went off the cliff and died oh my god rolled down to his death and fucking died <laughs> isn't that, Jesus isn't that crazy on a Segway yeah on a Segway trying to show off the how sick it is how fast I could stop and it fucking and yeah how fast I could stop your life man Pretty yeah sick. Yeah. Just chill. yeah, there's some we crazy moments in life like that pe- where d- uh, a man's pride gets him offed. Yeah, like it, the, uh, it's, it's literally your hu- hubris killing you. Dude, there was a rich guy in the like in the 30s, the 20s, some shit that uh, tried like inventing some sort of self-inflating parachute for like an individual so they could like bring it, wear it on a plane, and it was like clothes that would inflate as you fell down, and then it would fill up, and you'd you know, ex- you de-accelerate and hit the ground safely. And it was some sort of thing he was trying to, like, you know, revolutionize the world. And he did it with some a dummy, and, like, the first time it, it worked, and, it like, the dummy survived. And, he, and then every time after that he tried it, it failed, like, horribly, and the dummy would always break. Uh, and then he made some final adjustments to it, and he <laughs> called up, like, a huge meeting to the, like, like an Empire State Building type building. It was, like, the tallest building at the time. And he was like, I'm fucking, you guys are going to be so impressed. Like, this thing is going to revolutionize the world. And as you can tell, we don't have these things. So you can probably guess where the story is going. But he, like, went up to the top. And then some guy was like, there's like a camera guy taking pictures. And he, Obviously. And he, and he like, on his way up, he, like, stopped and was like, hey, man, have you, have you tested this with, like, a person? And he's like... The most logical person there is the camera. There's, there's, there's no time, you know. Like so he said some shit like that. Like there's just there's just no time for that type of thought. And then he went and he and he fucking jumped and his thing like buckled immediately and he careened to his death and died. Oh <laughs> like my crashed god! Into the earth. Yeah, dude, it, like what a way to go. Heights. And the guy who asked him that question took a picture and got like a snapshot right before he hits the ground and you can see like the mangled device. Uh, yeah, so, uh, a man, uh, your hubris will doom you. Hubris! <laughs> Don't let it kill you. All right, y'all. Let's get into these fucking questions, Avi. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you fucking uh, take it away. Uh, oh, baby, baby. Yes. Okay, Mister. Uh, how do I say this? Majestic. Majestic, but it's spelled funny. Mr. Majestic uh, says, what do you do to cope with anger and sadness? Also, have you ever felt lost and wonder what your purpose was? How did it get you through it? How did you get through it? How did I get through it? Homie, I'm still going through it. I go through that shit every day. Yeah, that's definitely like a, you know, one thing you definitely have to like apply to your life for it to be uh, is is balance. There's there's a give and take to everything. Like you can get sucked into the depression, and you can get sucked into the overwork yourself, and you can get sucked into this or that. Is you gotta find. It's all about moderation. Like I feel like when you're younger, it's all about like excess and like, how much you can do of something. And then as you age, you start to realize like pulling the throttle on some of the shit is really important, and I shouldn't just throw all my dice into the basket like maybe I should strategize a little and do some nuance you know maybe I shouldn't put every topping on the thing I get maybe I should try a couple unique flavor options like that type of thing so I, th- I think approaching uh, exactly yeah approaching those situations with 
earnestness, you know? I feel like a lot of people aren't honest with themselves and that hurts you, like, going forward. It's the same thing with vocals or art. Like, when people, like, when you record a cover and you upload it and it's not good and you're like, why are people being mean? It's like, dude, you know what you listen to. You know how good that band sounds. Now listen genuinely to your thing. You know it doesn't sound the same or of par to that. And it, that applies to emotional integrity as well. Like, I know a lot of people that legit have gone to therapy and just not been honest with the therapist because one, yeah. they're, maybe they're not comfortable with that person. They don't mm-hmm. feel like they can be honest with anybody or, or that person specifically. Uh, or two, they're just so, they have that mentality, you know, of I did nothing wrong, so therefore I'm just going to tell the story as if mm-hmm. I was just victimized for this. And yeah. then that all that does is perpetuate your, your unhappiness and your yeah. sadness is it really the only person going forward that that hurts is you. Yeah. You have to understand, especially you uh, be honest when yourself. you're approaching therapy for the first time, like you, yes, you need to find the right therapist, but you need to understand that they can't help you if you can't be genuine and honest and just completely let it all out. Right. And like, they're, not, they're not there to fucking laugh at you or tell their fucking friends about you later. Like, that's their job. They're there to try to understand that shit. And if your therapist isn't working for you, there's fucking tons of other ones to try out. Exactly. Or apply it to yourself. There's uh, so much media for mental health. Like, yes. I always recommend this guy. His name's Dr. K. He's a healthy gamer GG on YouTube. And he just talks to, like, you know, public figures uh, in gaming and like entertainment and stuff in the arts, yeah, yeah. and just talks to them about like their, you know, their depressions or their day to day or like the unspoken sadness that we all think we can't talk about or that we just feel like we're forced to bear. Uh, when when in reality, like if we just didn't get focused on that so much, we could thrive probably a lot more happily and healthily. Yeah, I, I think it comes down to it. Come. If you, if, <laughs> if you are if you are honestly in that. Place, and this is something that I, I still, I really struggle with this every day. I have to remind myself this. If you kind of find yourself in that hole, you're fucking, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to, like, continue. Like, life seems pointless. Yeah. There, there is no point or, or for, for anything. Like, I get that. I've been there. What you got to do is you got to understand, okay, so it's going to be like this unless I actually want to change it. If I want to change it, if I, if I, uh, suddenly have the realization that I want to enjoy this one life that I fucking get. And, you know, like, uh, make art or, or something, or, or do something that, you know, is beautiful to you. Because, like, l- l- let's face it, we, there's there's something beautiful to every person out there. Every single soul on this earth has something that they fuck with. Mm-hmm. Something that they love, something that they enjoy. And it, it doesn't have to be a significant other, it doesn't have to be a, a person in your life, it literally could just be a passion. Uh, and the, the second and you start, be. everyone should have that thing that keeps them going. That isn't a person because that's how you become codependent. Is yeah, you should be able to live separately of your loved person. Like yes. you want to be with them, and you're enhanced by being with them. But if you can't be away from them, mm-hmm. that it says something a lot about your emotional maturity and, and where you're at with your yourself. If you can't be in your own company, then yeah, you've got some self reflection to do. You know, if it's still scary to be in your self presence without somebody, and you can't. I don't have anybody to dump my energy into. Yeah. You know, that's that's fucking AA 101. That's like mm-hmm. codependent shit. You know, you focus on you, and if, if you, you're so stressed out, and you lay it all down, and it's because of all these people around you, yeah. that ain't those aren't your problems. Those are their problems. Quit trying mm-hmm. to solve everybody's problems and solve your own. So, something that I inward. something that I've realized uh, through just, just working on myself is uh, the more the more time you spend just working on yourself, 
the, the more you start to realize, like people and just uh, yeah, people just in general, they they, they gravitate they, they gravitate towards uh, <laughs> like, gravitate. <laughs> <laughs> they gravitate towards like positivity because everyone is looking for a solution everyone, or the idea of it rather because positivity is actually hard to achieve because yeah. you have to apply it constantly. Yeah. It's it's like a morose thing where people constantly post about positivity and like, yes. I pray to God I don't lose my shit, but nobody's actually willing to put in the effort to to end that cycle of yeah. needing to not lose your shit. Like, mm-hmm. imagine waking up and your tire's flat and you don't fucking lose your mind. Like, imagine that reality where that doesn't yeah. ruin your entire day and it doesn't mean the world's out to ruin your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the unfortunate thing. And obviously there's a give and take. Like, don't fucking apply this to like, I have crippling depression I'm in the hospital for it like obviously yeah. I'm not saying like just can't just think better Every everyone has their own separate individual case you know exactly there's nuance to everything you can't just apply it you yeah. can't just like expect to go outside to fix it but man it's, it's like an amalgamation of things I feel like you can't really fix like mental health overnight it's something you have to apply constantly and like remind yourself and practice it and go out and do it yep it's very hard to just like in, you know, get the information and then just sit with it because that doesn't really do anything. Yeah, and, and understand that like uh, you, everything is like everything's developing. Like what makes you happy one day is not going to make you as happy. You know, you need to consistently uh, be finding new avenues, new things that you know bring light into your life. Because that's the balance thing I was talking about with moderation. Mm-hmm. If you if you go too hard into one thing, even if you love the fuck out of it, like at some point you're probably gonna burn yourself out if you don't have other things you enjoy. It's very real. Because you very just real. dump it, your everything into this thing, and then one day you're like, man, I'm kind of tired of this. Like, what do mm-hmm. I do now? And then that's when that depressive fit comes in because yeah. you don't have anything productive to put your time into. You know, so you feel bad about oh, I've just been playing games or I've just been sitting down reading or something. Like, I, I need to do something else. Like. Having another avenue is so important, like whether it be fitness or like even taking your mental health and taking care yeah. of yourself is a fucking another thing to do. Like just not doing anything and just surfing Twitter all day and yeah. getting mad about dumb shit. Like that's not helping anybody. Mm-hmm. And, and tr- truth be told, I mean, some of us, I'm one of those individuals. I uh, when I when I hit those low points, sometimes like I, I feel like I uh, masochistically like almost. Feel like I either deserve it or I like yeah. Going back to masochism, like yeah, we enjoy all, we it. We all self annihilate you know? in our own ways, right? Yeah, it's, and, uh, and it's, enjoy it probably so too because strange. it's it's almost a form of comfort because it's so normal of like when this trauma happens, I assume my role as the passive acceptor, and so it's almost comforting to because routine is comforting. So that that's why in torture things scenarios they they repetition is never an option because like. You can get used to things, and it will. You can relax yourself and get used to the rhythm of it. But it, what they do is they'll torture you in in sporadic and unpredictable patterns, so that you can never adjust to it. And that's that's so fucked up. But it's also it Keep applies you in to your psych- place. It applies to you know your psychology to day to day as well. Yeah, yeah. Just on a less extreme level, you know. Yeah. Listen, everyone. We're always developing. Just be aware of it. Just be aware of what makes you miserable. What be makes honest you about it. People yeah. aren't honest. Yeah. That's like the biggest yeah. issue. It's just to talk. Like, you should be able to just talk with a homie about this shit and like if they're weird about it like be like dude like let's be real dog like it doesn't need to be so like bro let's get deep and fucking smoke some mushrooms yeah but, smoke. <laughs> but you can be introspective with your homies and a lot of yeah. your homies will probably yeah. fucking want that secretly too and just have a hard time talking about it yeah i'm 
lot of us have that problem. It gets it gets better with age. I will say that. This is a good question from our boy Chifuru Kifu. Uh, he says, "How have your guys' personal inspirations as musicians evolved throughout your entirety of being musicians? Example: What or who inspired you to pick up your instrument compared to inspirations now and everything in between?" Justin, thoughts? Uh, so that shit is also changing pretty drastically for me. I uh, I hit a point over the pandemic, and I, I think everyone kind of just pandemic. <laughs> I think everyone just kind of had like a. Uh, completely like shift with everything due to you know the world essentially ending um yeah i i kind of i i fell out of love with heavy music for a while i Mm -hmm. you know i i was going to shows a lot but right before it all hit and i just kind of hit this point where i was just like everything feels the same to me it's desensitized to it you know yeah it lost its glimmer and glamour yeah so i i I mean recently i I, rap is kind of really just kind of Given me, yeah, it's it's given me that, that inspiration. Dude, it, for it, something. it makes like R and B and like uppity beats and stuff too. They just they get me like you know, moving. Yep. Like there's something about it, you know, like just like dancing and moving, getting like it's kind of exciting, you know. I yeah. feel like there's some, there's really something like you see that in movies when you're a kid and you're just like, oh, that doesn't really mean anything to me. I don't really understand that, but like you get older and you're like, man, there is a different way to experience rhythms and musics and stuff and like absolutely i think a way to do that is yeah like physically like that's why people listen to music when they work out like it's like gets you physically moving to that type of it gets you amped you know yeah yeah hardcore dancing even is like another great example of it uh for for me i what i did i i had to look back i had to i had to remind myself what initially made me love like develop my love for an appreciation for music mm-hmm. from the get-go and that that was just like me being like a you know a smelly dirty email kid you know smelly. going to local shows that's what that's what made me fall in love with it mm-hmm. and, and recently like smelly uh, email. Not, <laughs> not just like going back and listening to the stuff that like i, I grew up on mm-hmm. um but like they're like the, the new generation of kids that that I see doing their shit like hyper pop right now a lot of people don't fuck with hyper pop and it's I get that emo. I get that it's a new thing and you're an elitist or whatever and you don't want but the change. same thing to like emo shit back then it's the same it's just a generational gap exactly it's, just, it's yeah. the same culture but it's just different type of music and you can it's funny too dude there was literally memes like I remember them back and when Nicki Minaj was like her you know back when she was doing the Roman like you know that era of, you know when she had like that weird alter ego for a little bit um, I remember the memes, bro, where people were like, it was like us grown up, and their kid was like some weird like e slut, and and she'd be <laughs> yeah. like, man, remember when Nicki Minaj was putting out music? Like those were the good days, and she's like listening to some, it like sounds like hyper pop. It's like some robot like fucking yeah. music where it's just like. <laughs> don't ever let, don't ever let anyone tell you what you should and should not like. <laughs> Dude, yeah. no, dude, hyperpop's fun. Like, I don't seek it out, but when you play it, I'm like, <laughs> like it's, it, it's, yeah. it's fun, dude. It's like you're eating a little piece of candy. Like, it's a nice little treat. Dude, yeah, it, I don't know. It kind of, one, it lifts my spirits up a little bit. Two, there's just like, there's just, it's dude, fucking, it's emo, oh man. God. It's just emo now. This is something I've been waiting to talk about publicly. Of like, I fucking do not listen to ballads at all. That is just something I've never fucked with. I've just never been into ballads. And I think it's because I've never listened to music to, like, feel that type of, like, sad. I feel like ballads are, like, very, 
like for mourning, you know, like very yeah. remorseful yeah, there, type of uh, sadness versus like I wanted sadness through relatability in depth in like an artistic way, like like Lincoln Park, you know, like those types right. of yeah, funny or something or like just oh this sounds cool, but like, yeah, dude, ballads like and also my sister only listened to ballads when I was growing up, and so that probably has some sort of contribution as to why I just can't stand listening to them. Yeah, because it's all she would listen to and she'd sing along to them all quiet. Shut the fuck up, dude. This, this already is bad enough. I have to listen to this. Dude, uh, yeah. Like, ballads bore me, dude. Speaking of ballads, would, would Bad Wolves fall under that category? Oh, definitely. They make me snooze. I saw something uh, something earlier today about, They're like... They're great. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, most of the time, people that sing ballads sing it because they have fantastic voices. Yeah, yeah. But if, it if you got a good puts voice. puts me to sleep, man. It's yeah. a personal thing. Yeah, and I think that just goes back to, like, some people just seek out, you know that type of shit for yeah, whatever reason. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it makes you feel, you know, but I already feel. Like, I don't need a thing to make me feel if that makes like. I would argue that uh, people like you and us, we, we kind of feel a little us. more. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, all five of us <laughs> in this room right now. <laughs> uh, Pans yeah, I, to I, the red moon up there. <laughs> I would argue that people like us, we, you know, we're, we're much more sensitive, we're much more emotional, and, uh, you know, we, we don't need that, that fucking white bread shit. We, we <laughs> seek out, we seek out a much more exquisite cuisine. Yeah, yeah there's something a little more, like, intellectually challenging, I guess, which, yeah. there's no way to say that without sounding like a fucking snob, I get it. This fucking it's true, it's like, why, why, why do people so do fucking... Sudoku puzzles, right? Yeah. Other, why do people do Rubik's Cubes? Why do because people... it, it's a challenge, it feels nice when you complete it, right? Why don't you and just that... work your 9 to 5 and drink your beer like everyone else? Why don't you shut the fuck up, Mountain Dew Livewire, you piece of shit? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, Jackie, I, uh, the Talismans, you ever watch that show? Wait, Jackie Chan the Adventures? The animated, yeah, Jackie Chan Adventures, you ever watch that? Yeah, I love when the that grandpa show. would go, Jackie, One I, yeah. more thing! Yeah, one more thing, Jackie. <laughs> the talisman of the goat will fuck you in the ass, Jackie Chan. <laughs> Yo. Do not disappoint my daughter. I love Jackie Chan Adventures. That show is awesome. It went on for five seasons. Did you know that? Five seasons? Isn't that wild? What the heck? I love that, dude. Jackie Chan literally kicking the ass of demons, bro. That shit's awesome. Through the power of kung fu, he whooped yeah. demon ass. That's awesome. Dude, yeah. That's going to be a sad day when he does. His, his little fucking kid, Jade. He's, like, healthy, though. He'll be good for a grip. Oh, yeah. Oh, hopefully. I mean, he, he's That's one true. of... I mean, athletes. Any athlete. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger just recently had heart... Like, a heart transplant. Yeah, but that's understandable. He lifted, like, heavy shit and... Yeah, that shit. Took, took things he shouldn't have taken. Jackie Chan's, like, an athlete, like, that didn't have concussions, right? Like, he didn't, he didn't need to take, like, uh, CAT scans constantly. He rarely got yeah, hurt. Right. He was such a professional that, like, when he got hurt, it was a big deal because it didn't happen often. There's like two big instances, and I don't even—I couldn't name more than that. That like, there's one where he tries to jump through a window, uh, and he—he he was given the order to jump through the first window, and it was supposed to be the second one that was the dummy one, and he jumped through a real window, and it cut the shit out of him. Oh my god! Uh, and then the other one was—he uh, was doing this crazy ladder stunt where he was using a ladder like in a fight, and it fucking blasted him in the shin and just fucking annihilated his leg. Jesus Christ! Yeah, fuck, he's a badass. Yo, uh, Did you see the Karate Kid remake? When Jackie Chan it's is already like, out? <laughs> no, the <laughs> old one, the one with uh, Jaden Smith when he's like ten. Oh, oh, fuck yeah! I guess and Jackie Chan like kicks the shit out of those kids. 
I don't, I dude, I completely dude, I forgot. When I was younger, I forgot that that happens in that movie. But, Jack, but Jackie Chan's like a 50-year-old man. He and he's a janitor. And there's like a children. bunch of, there's like 10 to 12-year-olds. And there's probably six of them. And he literally whoops their ass. <laughs> he, like, he like punches them and shit. It's really funny. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. We need more scenes like that where some, like a pompous kid just gets the shit kicked out of him. Like more adults adult. beating up uh, children. Yeah. There's, dude, there's a great scene like that in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. These kids like stole their bike a long time ago and they're just like having the worst day and they see the kids and they're like, you know what? You down? He's like, yeah. And they just go beat the fuck out of the, the little kid bullies. It's so funny. Dude. <laughs> like throw him across the car and shit. Like fucking sucker punches him. Shit's hilarious. Yo, we got any more questions? Oh yeah, definitely. Let's hit a, let's hit a few more questions and then we'll probably uh, be wrapping up tonight's show. We've been going for a little bit. Oh, you didn't, bro. <laughs> Let me read a couple here real quick. Uh, well, Smokey just says, yes, thank you. I've been waiting forever. So You're thanks, welcome. You're we welcome, we appreciate your uh, your elongated support, homie. Uh, ooh, Z- the Zest, our boy Zesty. This is the third time he's come up in this conversation. We say it two more times, he's, he's, he's going to appear and kill ghost. us. Yeah, you better fucking show up, homie. Uh, he fucking says, coward. He says, what are an artist's responsibility to their audience? To themselves, even. Where is the dividing line between artist and public figure? How do you want to be remembered as a person to those close to you? And also as an artist slash public figure? Uh, I've kind of hit this point in regards to making art and uh, Come. feeling like... Because uh, for, for a while, I, I felt like I did kind of need to be something for an audience mm-hmm. and the, the longer I've been doing this shit the more I've realized that people are people are looking for like genuity people want to know like what you actually think people want to know like what the world is right. really like we, yeah they like genuine shit we, we now live in a, a society we live in a society that uh, <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good <laughs> everything is so like fabricated now you know and <laughs> I, I think everyone is like low-key kind of aware of it but we just everyone's also like the artists in general people that you know need to survive people that have really expensive houses because of the shit that they do like they're afraid of that going away and rightfully so and what if like your career was just stripped from you John Wick broke into your house and killed your whole family <laughs> yeah I follow I follow personally like uh, a different alternative avenue in, in that regard if I if I ever was like filthy fucking rich from the shit that I did I would hope that at the end of the day people people just knew that like I I use art not to be famous not to not to be anybody sick or be anybody cool Dude, yeah, but to deal with my fucking demons man like up, yeah. like I, if I wasn't it's, doing it's our this outlet shit, yeah yeah, that's, yeah, that's why you, that's why when you meet a lot of these deathcore dudes and they're nice and you're like, what the fuck? It's because that's their outlet. Yeah. Like Darius, I hear him all the time. People talk about him all the time how nice he is, and it's like he's got some of those violent, aggressive fucking lyrics ever, and he's one of the sweetest oh, dudes because yeah. he gets it all out in the music. Like, yeah, he, you know, leave it on the cutting room floor type of shit. Very yeah. sick. It, it, it is a weird. It stays on the court. <laughs> it is a weird line. Oh, because at, at some point, like you break all this shit down. Especially like deathcore or anything aggressive or anything that's very like hyper masculine or, or something like that. Like people it's want pop. <laughs> people want you to validate their own like masculinity or toughness or because well, yeah, everyone know. wants to be a part of something. Like everyone wants to be 
like in a thing. Like we have such a proclivity to like name and group things together. So like if you're not in a group, you're like, I'm a weakling. I'm gonna get fucking killed or left alone. So it's like, I feel like that's a, like a way that people test the waters with other people. Like, I don't want to be the odd man out here that doesn't like the thing that nobody, that everyone likes and the guy that likes the thing nobody likes. Yeah. You know, that's why they always test the waters and they go, have you heard, have you heard this new, uh, this new band, uh, Caligula Dance Party? And they're like, <laughs> that's no. <laughs> no, I haven't. They're like, oh yeah, like, I mean either actually, like, but, like, you should check it out. Like, maybe it's good. Yeah, that mindless then, just like, and then it plays and you're like staring at them like, they like it and then it ends and, and they're like, that was kind of cringe, huh? And you're like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't like it either. Yeah. You're I, like waiting for the decision to know if you should like it or not. I hit this point, and I think this happens with most people. And maybe not. Maybe moist just, people. Moist people, specifically. This is, oh, yeah. It's uh, a new race of people. Uh, when I look at an artist now, like, truthfully, with, with where on, I uh, am at. Uh, uh, it's on uh, anyoneup.com. It's the only time you look at an artist now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this, I have to, I have to, like... If I was in a bar with you, Ooh. with that artist having a beer, I'd have to have that real moment in my head and be like, yo, is this guy like legitimately cool or is he just like, is this like, am I just getting fucking, am I, is this a trick? I, yeah, are you selling me a car right now, homie? <laughs> homie, like, I'm not, like, you're, if you're not like actually sick in real life, like, why would I even want to fuck <laughs> with your music to begin with? I'm just being, oh, that reality, I get it. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, well, that's why they say never meet your idols type of shit. Because yep. a lot of people just are phonies. My like, dreams were crushed long ago. There's a, there's, it's easy to, to have a social image, but it's one thing to be who you actually are. Yeah. And that's why that's why Joe Rogan has the, like such a split, because before it was like, yeah, that guy that's got the interesting guest, and now everyone knows everything about Joe Rogan. So it's like you're either... Yeah. An intellectual who's on the Rogan mm. side that watches Rick and Pickle, or <laughs> you're a dumb fuck that has no patience for, you know, ingenuity. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's Elk Boy. It's Elk Boy. <laughs> uh, where do you lean on this uh, question? What was the question? I forgot. Zesty was asking about. Oh, yeah, the responsibility of an artist. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. I think okay. I think for a public figure, that that there's more of an argument to be had that it's more of their responsibility because. That's like if SpongeBob was like, go harass the government. Like, <laughs> okay, maybe we should have like some responsibility for SpongeBob. He can't just be saying that type of shit. Yeah. But obviously. when you're an artist and you're writing what your life is like or what traumas or sufferings you've been through, that to me should be like, that should fall on like the parents or the guardian of like, yeah. if your kid is hearing a, a, a YouTuber or a band and like shaping their whole life on, off of it, that is probably because of a lack of fundamental parenting. Yeah. Uh, so I think a lot of that falls on the owner of the, the kids that are consuming this content to let them know, like, we, we live in such a society uh, where people, you know, we think of the children, like, they, they, people's yeah. marriages stay together for kids even though they fucking hate each other and got married too young and, like, realize that they don't even click at all and they're just lying to each other for the kids, yeah, yeah. which sends a horrible message to the kids once they find out, like, oh, you guys just pretended to love each other for those years? No wonder you guys were mad at me all the time. Uh, so I feel like there's just a lot of... There's a lot of parenting that is just not honest with kids, mm -hmm. and I don't think that they're 
told or even talked to really like they're a person you know like I think from from when they're five to when they're 17 they are not treated like they even understand the English language like just listen to what I say I'm I'm your elder I always hated being told I was a kid or something right and you're like I have a legitimate question and concern and they're like no 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 I'm the adult and I'm like I understand your hierarchy (laughs) but can you please just like elaborate on why this punishment is so harsh or like you're not being reasonable yeah and like oh you're grounded because you talk back what does that even mean for someone who possesses so much logic you sure are illogical sure right cringe now. uh so yeah and then the public figure thing yeah that's a good question about like how do you want to be remembered publicly versus to those in your circle that are, like your loved ones and shit that's an interesting uh i don't know i guess more so to, like question about your morality in general right like some people have the image of being like this good hardworking person but deep down they're a depraved individual that maybe the world will never know so is it a good thing to be your true self like versus the image you leave and does that even mean anything like if it's just the big nothing you could be a lying the piece big of nothing shit. you could be a lying piece of shit horrible person or you could be the best person in the world but if you both die at the same time it's the same result right like yeah so that I think then it becomes your if re- if regret really affects you you know like that's a morality question like could you do something heinous and go to sleep with that knowledge that you fucked somebody over I, I think most people are truthfully not aware of that and that brings me to another question uh, kind of piggybacking off of what you just said do you think somebody say piggyback <laughs> yeah I had pigs growing up they were tight nice. <laughs> um but uh shout out pigs shout out pigs <laughs> oink, oink. oh my god yo okay so i there is good in every person out there right everyone uh, has the, the potential to be good okay i, I like I, that quite I, better yes yes the potential yeah uh but going with that sentiment everyone kind of i think assumes that they're following that righteous that self-righteous path mm-hmm. do you think do you think right now where every like where where we as a civilization stand do you think more people are on that uh positive side the the good side of uh just being a a genuine good person or do you think uh like the world itself kind of tends to lead lean towards like a a more like uh pessimistic uh like the world should cater to me kind of mentality like they uh, almost as if they play the unconscious like super villain in in, in I, within the world you know i feel like those two perspectives go go hand in hand on accident honestly like where okay. like the like the person you, you know you could be talking about of like oh i just want good in the world and i want to help people yeah and like their husband's cheating on them and they're fine with it because he's rich and if yeah. they talk back she'll get beat and then they'll he'll leave her yeah. like there's like that type of relationship like obviously there's an exception to rules like I'm not pigeonholing the world but yeah. there's a lot of like pseudo positivity where I, ge- I think the people that try to spread genuine change aren't like on the rooftop being like look at my poem I wrote that yeah. will fix your heart yeah. like they're on the front lines like they're the people that are you know codependently sacrificing the shirt off their back yes. for somebody that has no respect for them at all like th- that happens so often where somebody's just putting up with shit from this person that has no empathy because they have too much empathy. Like, that's the person that's silently suffering and understands, like, the ins and outs of, like, giving to others versus, like, there's so much pseudo 
like be positive and be this, like force it. But it's like, do you even know what it takes to be yeah. like the skills to apply being happy day to day or like mm. what that even looks like? Like, are you just saying some shit because you think you're supposed to say it? Like, if I say this, no one will look at me. Like, I've got it all together, guys. Please don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. immediately I'm fucking like, I'm not okay. Like, I actually need 10 mental health days. Like, can you, yeah. weren't you the one posting about like all that crazy positivity like a week ago? Now, no, yeah. Now you're fucking what is crumbling. That? What is it's because it's, yeah. it's a fallacy. It's not mm-hmm. real. It's a, yeah. it's a front. That's the whole point. That's what social media is for. So you can lie to your friends because it's hard to lie to them in person. I, I was thinking about this the other day, and not to say that we are perfect people ourselves. But no, I, definitely not. I'm not excluded from any of this. But, but like, looking at that, that good I in every pain. single person that's out there, you know, even, like, the simpletons or something like that. I, I, think, I think... He the, was being nice. I'm the simpleton. <laughs> you know I call you. Big oof. <laughs> uh, call me an ogre. <laughs> uh, there you disrespect me in the home. No, but I, I, I really think, like, growing up... It, the way that uh, the way that we did, truthfully, you know, like uh, I, I think rocks at cars that didn't deserve it, <laughs> that type of shit. Well, you know, just just kids trying to like uh, figure out the world for the way it actually is, you know, like uh, people like us. Our, our parents were either there, or they just fucking weren't. You know? Yeah, we had to learn things by doing it with our hands, like going outside and being like, hey, "I'm going to throw rocks at this propane tank." I don't know if that has any repercussions. <laughs> Some crackhead comes out and goes, "Don't." Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> That's yeah. gonna explode. Yeah. So like going, like, whoa. Going back to like, uh, I think I just learned a lesson. The good in everyone, the the potential for it. Okay, skillet. <laughs> it's like uh, I, I grew up around like all these people. All you know, there, there's some people out there that many just, walks laugh. They'll say the most ignorant shit ever, and I can't help but scoff and go like, oh my god, I can't and believe dude, you fucking said that. But, but at the then same they time, also have an intense sense of family and community. <laughs> yeah, something that really scary? beautiful, right? Yeah, dude, that, that's a there's a great series from a couple years ago where this guy. Uh, this mixed race man goes around and he interviews like the KKK and like talks to them and like by the end of it they're like they're like palling it up they're like homies and shit and you just you just in that moment are like it's just literally just because you were told to be racist as a kid like and it became your entire life it's the same thing with like religion or like whatever your ideology is if you've learned it from your mm-hmm. parents it's like ingrained it's indentured mm-hmm. fucking racism <laughs> like yeah. they're just racist and they don't even know why and he's like why do you hate black people and he's like because you're all bad and he's like have i been bad to you and he's like no have i been, have I been disrespectful and he's like no you've been very cordial it's like okay so like do you hate me and he's like yes do you want me dead i would prefer that why because uh, you're, you're a black man like, okay but you, you enjoy my company yes you've been very pleasant yeah, I'm like I'm like tea for tapering in a Ben Shapiro, <laughs> like a, a lower register. Yes, I would I would quite enjoy that. <laughs> the dude, tilapia you ordered me this morning was quite delicious. Dude, that kind of guy though, like you know, at some point he just goes home and he has a few fucking drinks and he just realizes like, oh my god, you know, it's it's like is re- my whole it's like, life wrong? Yeah, it's like realizing God's not real or something. You know, you have that that epiphany and you're just like, oh my god, I think I just I fell into a weird like eclectic cult that just kind of like Oops. made me think a specific was way. I groomed into thinking this way yeah and I, I mean that should be everywhere like even like th- there's like good positive ones like I, I look at myself I've been vegan for four years now you know I subscribe to the vegan ideology that's a real fucking thing homie mm-hmm. we, we all we all subscribe to some type of like culture or, or, or something and it's not always a bad thing but like 
be aware of your hypocrisy, homie. Like, yeah. straight up. Like, Dude, just be aware uh, that everyone has some potential. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's evil people out there. Don't be a fucking asshole. Don't yeah, be a straight fucking Straight up. Straight up, Justin. Good, good point. Yeah, if there's, if there's one sentiment I could end on to really, you know, wrap this up nicely, uh, is... I, I think I've quoted it before, but man, I just want to keep telling it until everyone knows it. It's the quote of, no one raindrop likes to think they caused the flood. And that is such a, like, everyone likes to think that everyone else is the problem, the world's out to get them. Maybe it's you, dog. Maybe it's you. You think it's me? <laughs> just, no, just like everyone else, you know, like, like you as an individual. Like you, Justin Peterson. I think it's me. Justin, I think I'm the Just, problem. Justin's the problem for everyone's issues. Justin is actually the I'm sorry. root cause. I'm sorry. I'm um, this is the part where his skin falls off and he reveals that he is a uh, uh, Pazuzu, <laughs> the ancient demon. <laughs> Yo, y'all, it's been a fucking great show. We're going to end this fucking shit. Uh, any last words, Avi, before Are we you get the heck out of here? Yeah, any I got last fu- words, pulls out his pistol. <laughs> yep, we're, gonna, we're getting there. We're this getting there. This is the final podcast, Don't Austin. you fucking tempt me. Uh, any final words? Yeah, go see the Nighthouse. Uh, support art. Uh, do your research on uh, on topics you're interested in, and pursue more interests. Open your horizons. I feel like a lot of people I've been talking to lately, uh, they're very one note. Like what Justin was saying earlier about getting another avenue. I, yeah, that's really important. If you just limit yourself to one genre, one thing, you're just gonna. It's gonna get stale eventually. Like, yep. You can only love the fuck out of that. Like you're gonna, like what do you do in your downtime when you're not doing that? Like get a get a hobby, get a game, get a something else that you're you can put your time into that makes you happy as well because that shit is important for longevity. Yeah, longevity. (laughs) Longevity. All right, y'all. It's been a fucking fascinating night. Magnum cum laude. We are gonna get the heck out of here. I. I'm not tired in the slightest, but I'm probably gonna smoke until I am. So I'm, I'm gonna. A, I'm gonna make a cup of noodle. Oh, dude, I fucking love ramen. Oh, I, yeah. Warm I, broth on my throat right now. So I, baller. I'm, I'm so glad I, I haven't rediscovered my uh, passion for cheap ramen noodles because it, it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Dude, I, I tried to make a sous vide egg earlier, and it was fucking awful. Awful. The boiling water fell into the egg and <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much it's for listening. Ruined. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a fucking pleasure. It's me, your boy Jebby. I'm gonna get out of here. Abby, what? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna oh, do now? Me? Huh? Uh, I was thinking about inciting the ancient cantations of the Croatian people. Go on. Croatoa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Peace out. Bye.